In a land of darkness and chaos, of war and strife, there arose a team so dedicated to the bottom place of every tournament that they would strike out into the morning air of an early Saturday on the cusp of the sun beating down upon their pale skulls. And they would say, yes, I will lose the Warhammer. But lo, is I your narrator, Zack. I must introduce these warriors three that followed me into the depths of dice rolling and little plastic toys. The Barbarian with beard strong as steel. David. <laughs> David. <laughs> Succinct, sparse, deadly. The gunner from his ship on high, blazing cannons of fire and fury. We call him Josh. Josh. And finally, the newest addition to a bunch of losers, forged in Azir's very forge itself. Warm embrace. Cast down from the heavens to bring a hopeful chance at possibly a win for us because, my God, we suck. Courtney. Okay. What is your Stormcast name? Courtney. Courtney the Reforged! <laughs> and now we all know that we don't do very good when I don't tell anybody what the bit is before we start. But hey, welcome to the show. This well, is either the, way, I feel like I got my virginity back. Yeah, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, if the Weekend of Warhammer didn't do that, get ready. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're on episode 48, 9, I don't know, 40 number in this show. Uh, so you you're definitely recouping wait, a little bit of season one or season two. We're in season three. Uh, are we? Wait, we're season three. Yeah, I arbitrarily picked when the season started. Okay. I don't know. Maybe we we're in season. No, I think like we're in the three. new year began. That's when the season began. Yeah, I think that's what we're doing. Three is the green one. We it's the, yeah. the images are green on the thing. That's how I know the seasons. And the shirts were green that we wore at a tournament that we all went and played, which is yeah. pretty exciting. But uh, we've all introduced ourselves. So what we're gonna do because this might be a little bit of a lengthy show is we're gonna talk about our tournament that we played at GigaCon, which was a five-game team tournament, teams of four people. Uh, it is... Would you like to explain how the song and dance goes? I, when we get to it, we'll, yeah, let's get the sponsors out of the way first so we can just get, get all done with that. Uh, Neat. Hey, Josh, what sponsor would you like to take? Uh, I'll do Gigabyte's Cafe, where we happen to play the this wonderful two-day tournament. What? Uh, that's in Marietta, Georgia. It is. And so, you know, if you too are in this general vicinity, and even some outside vicinities, because I think we had people coming from... Uh, the Birmingham? Carolinas, yeah. We had uh, Birmingham, we Birmingham, had South Carolina. South Carolina, it's like a whole tri-state area type of thing that was yeah. going on. Uh, you should t- come and join us when we have our next event, which I don't know when that is. But it's okay, because if you go uh, to the websites that they have, you can probably find out somewhere on there. And also, if you'd like to buy stuff, because who doesn't like buying things? You know, capitalism and money and shit. Right. It's <laughs> what we do here. Indeed. You should go to Gigabytes Online, and you should buy all the toys, and then have them shipped to your house. Yes. Worldwide. Please buy all the Cities of Sigmar stuff so that I don't feel tempted every time I go in. There you go. It just calls to me. There's a whole little row of boxes that are just the white boxes. And every time I go in, I look at every one of them. It's because it's all the weird stuff. I know. It's all the weird stuff. It's what I want to do. Yeah. I want to do weird stuff. Look, they're going to um, keep bringing in Charybdises until you buy every last Charybdis in existence. I, I know. There, I'm telling you, there's one start collecting Anvil Guard there. And it's going to be there until I buy it. Mm-hmm. No one else is going to take they're that just waiting. And I don't need it. Clock's a ticking, buddy. If anyone wants 10 Scourge Privateers, let me know. I, I've crested 100 with them. I don't need any more. I don't know how to 
You don't know that. that. We're going into a whole new realm where you're going to be like reinforcing five times on battle oh line units. So many. Get ready for them Galatian veterans, baby. I, Woo! I, hey, that didn't happen yet. As a fi- this last tournament was on the old GHP. Yeah, that's true. We can't we, acknowledge the new one. We we sung it off into the high in the high seas. Yes. What a send off. What a what a send-off. what a the meta chases you send off yeah. that tournament was so, for some of us. Uh, well, how about our other sponsors? Well, I think we're going to leave one for you know who to do you know mm-hmm. what and you know where. But one of our podcast sponsors is Blueberry Podcasting. Oh, look at this guy. They let us make this shitty podcast, so you can also make a shitty pa- podcast or not. You could make a very successful, amazing podcast and run us out of business. Yes. Please run us out of business. Please, Please give us, put make, us, out make us a business and then run us out. Yeah, yeah I, I could great. be at home right now in my underwear drinking shitty beer. Instead of and instead, I'm sitting in your office in your underwear, in your underwear, drinking yes. shitty beer, drinking shitty beer. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least you have the decency to put the underwear on. Uh, I appreciate. Yeah, that. I mean, last time I didn't wear anything. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, I but the underwear is really around the can. It's keeping the can. It's keeping the can nice and. Nice oh and yeah. yeah. I was thinking his can, but I'm just always thinking of David's can. I mean, I do have the sock on. <laughs> That's true. We are chili pepper in this one. <laughs> Uh, I have an so ankle weird. sock. And cool. speaking, hey, of chili hey, hey, hey. speaking of chili pepper, speaking of chili pepper, I guess, I guess it's up to me. So, Justin, this one's for you, big guy, because you know where I like to get my models painted. Mama Juice painting. That's right. He'll paint your models. So good. Just the level of detail. You will look at it and you will hold oh. it to the heavens and you will say, "My God, I have tasted the ambrosia." And it is this model. Please don't taste your models. It is this model or that do. I'm holding in my hand. He will make your life incredible. All other painters will pale in comparison because once you've spent the 15 minutes with Justin, and that's right, that's because he paints it quick enough, everything else is going to pale after that. You'll constantly be hankering for that llama juice painting. I'm moist. Good. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's that. Hey, welcome to the show. So we have a, we have another person on the show, uh, who is regretting all the choices that brought her to this stage in her adult. life, uh, and every stage in her life. Uh, but why don't you introduce yourself to everyone? You already kind of did a little yeah, bit. Yeah, hey, I, uh, yeah, new to this whole thing and it's, uh, been a blast so far. So thanks. Thanks guys. Good. She's, she's so polite. And yeah, no, she's like, oh, she's on the podcast. She's yeah. being thankful about being here. She doesn't know the depths of which we will drop. Mm-hmm. <sighs> It's 40-something episodes in. We don't care it's anymore. Only, it's only darkness yeah. down here. Remember really? when we tried? Yeah, remember when we did like whole show notes and shit? Yeah, I still have our show notes. Now I have... I wrote notes on top of work notes, <laughs> so I probably shouldn't have done this. I have a, I have a thingy yeah, that we got tells an app me. Open. I have an app that yeah. tells me where my games are and who I played against. We kind of get this stuff. Yeah, I, I try. We're doing some things. Kind of. Yeah. Anyway, Courtney joined us because, <laughs> guess what? This was a four-person tournament. It's a four-person tournament. <laughs> we had to find a fourth person. And we only have two friends each, and we're all looking at them, so how is this going to work? Uh, so we grabbed so we grabbed Courtney off the street and we said you're gonna play a game with us. Uh, we held her at gunpoint. <laughs> yep, yep. Sure. Here are some toys because America put her in the hyperbolic time chamber uh, mm-hmm. and let her just slam it out with some stormcast for a while to learn the game uh, fast enough to be able to play it. And uh, you played it. I did. Your first I major it. tournament. That's pretty awesome. It was a lot of fun. Uh, there's still a lot that I need to learn, That's, and I'm you... going to learn, and I'm very excited to learn so that I can crush my enemies. But. You never, you never need to worry about learning the rules too much because uh, we barely know any of them ourselves. So that's pretty much where there that rules. is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a couple of them. Supposedly. Uh, yeah. There's like something about dice. I'm pretty sure there's a thing. Uh, I don't know. I got called on coherency like eight times. So that coherency rule came back 
real strong in this tournament. Woo! Uh, that one plague bearer that was out of tune, that would have definitely... Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, the way this tournament worked, for everybody that's listening, uh, is it was a... Like I said, it was a five-game tournament. There were four people per team, and I think there were seven teams total. So, basically, you were going to... Eight gonna... total, because we were one of them. Yes. So, we there were seven other teams, and not including us. Yeah. So the way it worked out is you basically were going to play every team, no matter what, except yeah. for one or two, depending on two. Yeah. So Math is great. We'd- math is great. <laughs> so it didn't really matter what the placings were by about game three, as we found out. Uh, you could end up just fighting the people that had won a bunch of matches for your last two rounds. So there, there's no real structure to that. It was kind of because of the small teams, everyone's going to get to play just a random person or whatever. Um, and before we played, to explain the list process, let me explain the dance that would happen. So, me, as team captain, uh, I would arrive, and then we would roll off with the other person, the other team captain. They would pick to either attack or defend whoever won. Now, you might have to correct me on this, because it's only been four hours since we played this tournament. Mm -hmm. So, there was... I would, as a attacker, I would submit one list. And then the defender would look at that list, and then they would submit two of their lists, and then the attacker would pick which one they were going to fight. And then it would go back and forth like that until all the lists were assigned... So, theoretically, there was some sort of tactics to this. So, yeah, we're going to go ahead and start uh, the show by talking about our lists before we get too far into anything else. So, Josh, what did you bring to fight with? Yeah, so I brought a Beric Zilfin uh, Carriage and Overlords list. Uh, kind of wacky, just a bunch of stuff. Uh, but I had a, I had an Ironclad, I had three frigates, which uh, fulfilled my battle line requirement that was needed. Uh, and then a couple of different heroes. I brought an Arcanaut Admiral, which I had as my general. Uh, two Endron Masters with the Endron Harness that I stuck in a ship each, and they just tried to heal. Uh, an Aetheric Navigator to try and shut down a flying unit. And then two Celestar Ballistas, which was the thing that everybody <laughs> looked at and went, but why? And I said, because I have them. And they were like, but they're not good. And I went, yeah, I know. <laughs> you looked down at your Atlanta Warhammer shirt, looked back up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm aware. I'm aware. They're not that great. But they're the toys I like. They're the toys that I like, and they were silly, and they did kind of what they needed to do. They sat on a point. They shot some stuff occasionally. Yeah. They, they're really... I think people sleep on them because they're not great in Stormcast. Like They're good in Stormcast, but they're, it was so much easier to just bring long strikes or Judicators There are or something. so much better options to yeah. bring um, because, I mean, if they hit, they do some damage. If they don't, yeah. which is happens more often than you would think... Uh, they suck. <laughs> Aren't they nine wounds? They are nine wounds. So what it really is, is it's a nine wound decoy you can throw on the side of the table and just let them either deal with it or get shot the whole game. Uh, we'll, we'll get into it into, into some certain games, but there were, there were definitely times where somebody ran up and were like, all right, I've done eight wounds to it. And I was like, cool. And they were like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, it's a nine wound model, dude. You, you got a whole other round of combat here. <laughs> uh, and it's going to shoot you during it too. Well, it's going to try. It's going to fail, but it's going to try. Yeah, it's going to try. You think point blank it should be able to hit. Yeah, don't you don't get better. Yeah. Anyway, that was my list. That's a good sounding Which list. everybody, it's not. <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds fun. Yeah, it's a lot it of was, guns. It was very fun. You you should be able to like cover a lot of ground with that kind of list. That, that was, I, there were several times where I'd have like a TO that would come up to me and be like, I, d- I know that your list isn't really doing anything, but all of your fights look very fun. Yeah. Because they're happening... Literally everywhere. They're all over the table. It's all over the table. And I was like, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the whole idea. 
So from a list that took case and uh, fought all over the sides of the table, everywhere, to a list that maybe fought in one quadrant sometimes, David, uh, what did you bring? I uh, also brought an extremely silly list, because I didn't really feel like trying on this tournament, because I knew it was going to happen, and what I thought was going to happen, happened. The inevitability of playing this game. Yes. Uh, I brought basically three models, and I didn't play Gargants. Well, I didn't play the... I was like, you did kind of play yeah. Gargans. <laughs> so uh, I brought a Frost Lord on Stonehorn. Mm-hmm. I brought Kragnos. Mm-hmm. And I bought a, brought a uh, Bundo Whale Biter. Yes, which, which is, is a Kraken Eater? Yes, yeah. the named mercenary version. And then I brought some Frost Sabers for Battle Line. And that was my army. And the Ice Brow Hunter to make the Frost Sabers Battle Line. But those don't matter. Because otherwise that wasn't an army. <laughs> yeah. But those don't matter. It's about the three big guys. Yeah. And it performed about as well as you would think. Everyone thought it was hilarious. I mean, yeah, it's five models, basically, worth yeah. of... I mean, you've got essentially three big threats and then some dogs that yeah. run around and do stuff. Yep. But those are three big threats, to be fair. Like, some armies would have a really hard time with that just because they can't stop the rampage yep. that they would be doing. And we'll find out in the show <laughs> if any of those armies went up against David. <laughs> Spoiler, they didn't. We, David and I got some of the worst matchups for our armies. <laughs> the entire thing. And part of that was because I was kind of trying to give the other two people in the room better matchups because you guys had lists that could have taken advantage of stuff a little more. I think David and I, if it wasn't a lucky matchup, we were just going to sit there. Yeah, it was like, like if, I, if I don't roll over somebody in the first combat, that's, that's the game for me. That's basically it. I mean, it was like either all three of them survive and I wipe a bunch of stuff or... They get shot off the table before I can even do anything. And then I pack it all up, go outside and smoke a cigarette. Yeah, that's... I, I noticed your games were usually, like, over in 15 minutes. It either <laughs> lasted the entire time, or it was over within 30 minutes. Well, uh, would you like to hear about an army that refused to be over until they called the buzzer? Because that's yes. what I brought. Because uh, yeah. I brought some Maggotkin of Nurgle. Yeah, you did. And uh, what I did is I looked at what the meta was doing, and I just didn't do that. So <laughs> I brought in uh, a Sloppity Bile Piper as my general, as he should be, which, by the way, both my first and second game got shot off the table in the first turn because they find him so frustrating. Wasn't that he was particularly key to my army, because he's really actually not, but because people had had bad experiences with the no don't pile in thing that he does, they were just like, it was literally Kylo Ren, just all guns on that guy, <laughs> just fuck more. And it's like, he has five wounds, guys. It's okay, like... The amount of fire, the amount of points dedicated to killing a 100 and I think 40 point model was hilarious. Uh, so I brought him. I had the Spoilpox Scrivener, which I realize now I only brought because I always bring him and the Bile Piper because I think they're buddies. Mm -hmm. I had no tactical reason to bring this guy. He kind of just <laughs> did nothing the whole game. He sneezed on a guy once. That was pretty funny. This is the only time the sneeze attack went off. Achoo. Yeah. And then I brought Rodigus because everyone's like, you got to bring a great unclean one. And so I bring the named one that doesn't have any of the good stuff that the great unclean ones do because I like Rodigus. But then wait to hear my army, because this is where I made up for it. 20 Plague Bearers, 20 Plague Bearers, 10 Plague Bearers, 2 Beasts of Nurgle, each individual units, and 3 Plague Drones. And then I got the Life Swarm in there. Uh, but the advantage I had was that was 2 drops. So I always got to decide to tell my opponent to go first. And they were always like, why? Why did you bring a 2-drop army? And I was like, to make you go first. Mm -hmm. Because you have to get closer to me. My whole army moves 4 inches. I can't get into combat with you. So that was uh, my strategy was to confuse them by letting them go first. Which most people were like, yay! And my plan was, play for the double turn. Mm -hmm. One out of five times that happened. 
Ouch. I tied on two different turn roll-offs for turn two. Mm. And, of course, the tie goes to the person that took yep. top. Which is uh, statistically improbable. So that should be the name of our next team tournament. It's team. statistically improbable? Statistically improbable, yeah. We're, we're so dang improbable, we're going to end up traveling to different galaxies. That's how bad this engine is. I did, I did so. make a guy sad. <laughs> so we'll get to that. Then we won at Toys. Yeah, we did. Uh, but last and not least, we had a, uh, a fantastically designed Stormcast list, I believe. Oh, yeah. It was so uh, what did you bring that, you know, you absolutely made yourself? Yeah, totally, 100%. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the assist. Uh, no, I, uh, Hammers of Sigmar. So had uh, two priests sharing one CP. So I've got Lord Relictor in there, got Bastion in there, and uh, my good boys, the uh, Draco- Dracothian Concussors. They the good boys. I had fun with it. What about the rest of your... Oh, list? there were some Judies and some Vindicators like, and, you know, a little Castellant was there. How many Judicators and Vindictors were there? <laughs> a bunch. <laughs> so, uh, there were two Lord Relictors. One of them had Heal. One of them had Translocate. There was uh, Sebastian Dick Punch himself was in there as well. You got a Lord Castellant, which is uh, no longer a detachable dog, but he still gives you the plus one save. Two sets of Concussors. Uh, two sets of two each. You've also got... Uh, what is what is, David is showing me something, but I, I was trying not to interrupt you. But uh, every time you turn, you're about to rip your headphones. Oh, thank off you. The oh, that's what I'm trying to do. It's chaos over here. Uh, and then I think you had three five Spike packs of vindictors here. and two five packs of judicators. Yes. Yeah. So basically, a guys on the ground stormcast army, but it was the kind that lets you drop from the sky, which is better. People are at home who are listening go, "That's a stormkeep army," because it kind of sounds like a stormkeep army, but it isn't. We did scions because that way you had a little more tactical deployment you could do you also didn't run the risk of having your entire army melted off the table first turn because you could hide it basically which i feel like at one point probably was good because the only things that probably lived was the stuff you hid yes, yes. <laughs> there there definitely was that instance so what did you think of the list and how it played it for a first time player this was a really straightforward fun list to get to learn with it made a lot of sense, and I, you know, even though I lost uh, a bunch, it was a good time, you know? That's, I mean, you're going to lose, sorry. You're, yeah, no, it's you're, totally you're fair. You're on this I team. There's no, there's no escaping it. If you won, they would just recruit you for Gaw, so, you know, stay down here with us, losers. We're, we're the cool kids, right? Are we the equivalent in the Age of Sigmar, like, community of the kids that are outside smoking that think they're cooler than everyone else, but in reality, they're just kind of losers? Probably. Is that us? Are we those kids? Are we, are we the 19-year-old uh, high school seniors? We totally are. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and honestly, and people, and people like us because we're cool and we know where to get weed. Yeah. But like, otherwise than that, like, it's like, like, kind of like, lame, though. Actually, really lame. <laughs> our, our moms will buy us beers. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. They, they know where our life's going. They're just happy that we have friends <laughs> at this point. They're like, oh, they found a community yeah. of other losers. Yeah. They're not dead. So That's an improvement. We're the guy on Stranger Things. The what's his face? The we are. I haven't. That guy. I haven't gotten the, the that D&D far. The D guy. The D and D guy. I forgot his name. I haven't yeah. gotten that far. It's the first episode. I haven't gotten. That far. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, that joke will make sense later. Uh, yeah. So that's what we brought, and I think we all kind of looked at our list and we're like, yeah, this is okay. Like, I don't know. I I didn't think mine was going to be particularly meta crushing, but I was like, it's enough dudes that I maybe just win by being too many guys. Yeah. Like. I don't know if you guys had strategies for yours. I had my... <laughs> David just started just laughing. Not at all. I, I, David's strategy was, what can I fit in a shoebox to bring to this tournament? <laughs> and I did. Yeah, he, he really did. The, the, only, the only real like strategy in designing my army was to have something that could get... Because in previous tournaments I have played, there's always like the person that has like the one like 
oh, everything's banked on this particular unit. Yeah. And I was the anti that guy uh, list, and then nobody brought that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of felt that same way with my Nurgle list because I was like, this is going to be really good against like four or five really good meta armies. And then yeah. I ended up playing just like not what I expected. Not meta stuff. But yeah. I also ended up playing things that didn't want to play me either. Mm -hmm. So when we get to the scores and stuff, mine are really close, but that's not because of skill. It's because of just they had just, a bad matchup. Just, with gen me. just generally being annoying. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't have anything I could do to them, but they really couldn't do anything to me that mattered either. And there was mm -hmm. a couple games where it was like, all right, well, I guess our toys are just going to stay in the same place because nobody can die. Yep. Yeah, it was it was fun. So I guess we should start talking about the games. Yeah, uh, let's do who, it. Who, round who, one. Who, round one. Who did we face? Fight. What was the team? Uh, uh oh, I forgot the team name. It's five uh, o'clock. It was somewhere five o'clock somewhere. I think that was those guys. Yeah. yeah. So it's five o'clock somewhere, which is uh, some people we we know from local area and stuff like that. Um, I think we've played various ones of them at various times. Um, and we matched up. We went to the races. We actually played the dance correctly. Uh, and I, this is one of the ones where I tactically was like, we might be okay. I, Morgan Freeman voice, he was wrong. Uh, <laughs> but I, I tried. I, this was where I tried. I was like, I'm going to big brain this. I'm going to Batman this whole thing. Mm -hmm. and we're going to get in some good stuff. So I guess looking at the rankings, uh, we can just go from top down to C. So that would mean, David, you're going to tell us about your match against Kevin and his Fire Slayers. Yes. So I uh, played some Fire Slayers. Uh, he had... Three Rune Smiters, a Battlesmith, and two Flame Keepers, uh, 20 Berserkers, 10 Berserkers, 10 Berserkers, and another 20 Berserkers. And he had the Molten Infernoth. Um, this is this is kind of one of the games that... This is like the only game I don't remember well, because it, it was every Fire Slayers game I've ever played. It's it was, hard to know what you're looking it at. It was basically, you go into it, you know they're not going to take a ton of damage and then they're just going to beat your face in which is what happened i went in i did some good damage and you know i was i was doing pretty okay and then it all fell apart which is basically how the whole weekend went uh i could go in but the army wasn't my list isn't built to outlast something yeah because the whole idea with my list was, oh, I have three big threats, so you have to pick which one to focus while the other two just do whatever the fuck they want. That didn't work out the way I thought it would. <laughs> Turns out a lot of lists can focus all three things and bring them down. Fire Slayers are nasty right now. Like yeah. I, uh, I also encountered them at some point. I don't feel like, in the experience I've played against them, I don't feel like they're, they're just good. They're just they're but solid. They're, but they're not like... DOK shooting snake lists where it's just like oppressive. Yeah, there's nothing that makes you feel like bad about yeah, you don't, the whole game. Yeah, you don't feel like you just got cheesed. You just feel like, oh, it's a you know, good army. Yeah, no, it's solid. It's a, it is a solid, difficult to deal with army. And it's incredibly more resilient than you think a naked man in a loincloth yes. would be. But my yes. God. Good Lord. It, it's that weird combination that they have with the wards plus rally. Plus bodyguards. Plus bodyguards. And yeah. you're just like, oh, crap. Yeah, you get shocked a lot about how durable they are and then just how much damage they yeah. can put out. Yeah. And you can never seem to get rid of them because, you know, who's really the rat army? It's a the rats or the naked guys who are known to kill rats? Hmm. Because they keep coming back like a fucking rat plague. Yeah. Whereas Skaven just die if you look at them too yeah. fast. Even in the new book. Spoiler alert for the new book. It's pretty okay. I think the new Skaven book might be the 
so far the least impressive mm-hmm. one they've done, which everyone's real mad about. But like they put it out after Daughters, guys. You knew what was going to be the best book they put out. <laughs> we all knew what was going to be the best be book they put Kane. out. It was going to be Daughters of Cain or Ideneth. It was going to be one of those two that got like the superpower boost. Yeah, yeah. Is it is it an elf faction? Yes. No? Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay, probably... so elves, you know. Get ready for that new Lumineth book. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's Yay. coming because they put out a box set with Lumineth and Zinch, so that kind of tells us what two of the books are going to yeah, be. Yeah, but is it going to be part one, part two, or part three it's of Lumineth? Part five. <laughs> They're going to skip part four. Part four will be released in a, uh, a section of a White Dwarf supplement, and then part 4.5 will be in another Broken Realms book, which is a supplement to the original Broken They're just going to make it impossible to play Lumineth uh, as, as much as they can. Seems appropriate. And then they're going to release the Lumineth Omnibus. And then they'll release 4th edition and it'll be out of date. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Lumineth players. <laughs> Sorry, spoiler alert. I don't know that they know what your books are, but at least you're not Sylvaneth. They change the trees every other day. so Yeah, they do. I think they're static now, I think. I think. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about the Sylvaneth book. I hope it's good. I'd like to see Sylvaneth on the table. Me too. Like, there was none in this tournament. There wasn't. Yeah. Not it was yet. a living city, but it doesn't count. I'm not counting that. Yeah. Because that was a Phoenix Temple army in so, a living city. Final score on that, David? Uh, it was... Hold up. I can tell Hold you if in. you don't know. It was uh, 16 to 28. So pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, it wasn't a bad game, but, you know. Just not a game that you won. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Zachariah? Well, guess what? I also didn't win my game. Ah. Uh, I was going up against Daniel, who's a local guy. He had some Stormcast. They were uh, Scions, Hammer, Thunderbolt, Volleys, the Holy Command. Guess what? It's the thing that's going away as of this new handbook. It's the double shooting big pack of Stormcast shooting, which I think we all encountered at some point. I think a lot of people brought the thing that was about to not be able to be done anymore oh, right. and brought that times five because this was the last tournament where you could do the things that are not allowed in the next edition. So they brought those things. So uh, he had uh, Karazi the Scarred, which is the big dragon, the mean one, uh, Lord Castellant, Lord Relictor, uh, two sets of Vindictors, one set of Judicators, uh, and then a set of Liberators and a set of Ether Wings. Um, oh, it's, I'm sorry, the Judicators were reinforced, of course, because that's how you get the double shooting with the tin guys and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then, basically, that was all in a battle regiment. Um, I was like, I think I outdropped him. Um, and basically, looking at that list, this was the one where I was like, I might actually be okay, because he flung Karazi into stuff like you're supposed to do with that, and he didn't kill nearly as much as he thought he was going to. And there was a point, I think it was at the top of turn two, where uh, he... Banked on getting broken ranks on killing 10 plague bearers and uh, did not. Never bank so, on killing 10 plague bearers. Well, there was, there was a, I think what the thing was that got him, and he said this, so this is not bragging on Daniel because I know he listens. See, this is what he said is he split his attacks. Mm-hmm. And if he had dedicated them all to the plague bearers, he would have, but he tried to kill a lot of stuff. He said he got greedy, and it's Nurgle, man. Sometimes those five up wards just happen. Yeah. And, and it just happened, and those two plague bearers just stood there. And then I retreated them <laughs> so he couldn't get the broken ranks off of it. Um, but it was a, it was a fun back and forth battle. The double shooting, he used it to take out the sloppity Bob Piper, like I said, which is 400 points plus an extra enhancement to take out one model that I then summoned back was so that was kind of funny. Cause I was like, this is a lot. People really hate, I didn't realize how much people hated the sloppity Bob Piper until I brought him in. People hate him as much as Nurgle characters hate him in the lore, which I appreciated that little lineup there. Uh, and I did, I think Karazi did, I did bring down Karazi. That was the other thing. Cause I, I did knew- see, I remember seeing that, that Karazi was off the table. Uh, and this is the reason why is I, I fed him a bunch of little Nurgle stuff and just let the disease points take him. And then I got my big boy in there and I charged Rodigus in and Rodigus is 20 wounds, five up ward and a six bounces a disease back on you. 
He just stood there and took some damage. The thing that killed Karazi was the Nurgling attacks on Rodigus, which is 15 <laughs> attacks and a 5-up, five 5-up, five no rend. And he rolled a 1 for one of them, and it was the last wound Karazi had. So a Nurgling <laughs> fell out of Rodigus's butt, ran over, crawled up inside of Karazi's butt, pulled an Ant-Man, or I guess technically a, uh, what's the guy in the boys now? We can't do Ant-Man anymore. Now we really, if you guys have not seen the season. I haven't seen the boys. boys. Oh my oh, God. Man. Oh my God. <laughs> Everyone at home that has seen the first episode of the new season of the boys is like, I know exactly what you're talking about. They proved that the Ant-Man thing would have worked. Oh, okay. Yeah, but in a way you don't want to watch on television, but now you have to watch it. Sorry, uh, fam. Yeah, it's real gross. Neat. Uh, but anyway, so, yeah, that was... I'm watching when I get home. <laughs> it's... Have I like fun. the boys a lot, but it is a litmus test for if you can make it through the rest of the season. <laughs> for sure. It's, it's a lot on that first episode. I could not. Yeah, it's, it's rough. Uh, but long story short, he, he ended up beating me out. Um, just held the objectives, did a really good job of placing to where he, I couldn't get to stuff when I needed to. And then made sure that I didn't have, you know, the board control that I needed in order to be able to take all the objectives. Right. And um, he did some a couple good plays. And I think it was actually like neither of us really spiked on the dice. It was a pretty evenly rolling good game. Uh, it's just, you know, Stormcaster pretty good in a fight. And I uh, couldn't quite get enough guys onto the objective to do enough stuff. And plus, getting everything shot off the table, you know, those the Judicator shooting in the turn was like, well, here's basically deleting a unit. Yeah. And so he was using that very correctly to delete what he should have been doing, which is like my beasts and my flies, because that's where all the fun stuff comes from. The Plague yeah. Bearers just gunk up the sewage system. So it was, it was a fun fight. Uh, but the total score was... 18 to 20, so a pretty close game. I didn't yeah. feel bad about losing by that. I'm okay by... I would much rather lose by a point than, let's say, 29 to 7 or something like that. Just picking some numbers out of my head. No, just, yeah. you know, random numbers. Just random numbers, yeah. yeah, yeah. Random I don't know where they came from. Uh, so, Josh. Yeah. Tell us about uh, your fight against Jacob. Yeah, so I was facing off against Jacob Brooks. Uh, he was bringing a Daughters of Cain army uh, that included... Um, Melissae Iron Scale, and then Marathi Kane, because of course it's Marathi Kane. Yep. Uh, and then a pack of Bloodstalkers that were double reinforced, I think. And then three packs of Blood Sisters that were all each reinforced. I think that's correct. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure off the top of my head. <laughs> I believe you are correct. Yeah. I believe they were all a reinforced unit. Because, yeah, they were all one re reinforced because you only get four reinforcement. Yeah, tokens, okay, so they're all one reinforced. Not, yeah. The Bloodstalkers were not double reinforced. So what you fought was the snake list. Yeah. Just a bunch of snakes. Just a bunch of snakes. Uh, but not all the shooting snakes. It was a lot of the melee snakes. Yeah. Um, and it was the score, the final score does not uh, indicate this because the final score, I'm going to just jump ahead to it, but it was 25 to 10. But it was actually a surprisingly close game that could, I don't know if I mean I would have won that game anyway, but I think it could have swung a little bit to be much closer than it wound up being. Uh, I I got a really rough double turn um, from two to three, and that was like... That was it. That was, that was where it was yeah. really bad, because it was just like, okay, I've taken a little bit of damage. I will be fine, because the ships can heal, um, and I can get out of range. I mean, the objective for a lot of me was to like get, in, like, get into good position, shoot my opponent, trying to lead a unit. Once they get to me, then move out of that position and get somewhere else so I can kind of like, basically capping objectives um, that he's abandoning to try and get to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and then if he's not doing that, then I'm just sticking in a spot and holding the objective that I'm on so I can shoot and kill a unit. The problem was when I got double turned, I had also missed uh, the one freaking ability that I need for my Aether Chemist, which is to have the movement of Marathi Kane, because she's the flying thing. And what's that roll? What's it's, that roll? It was just, I just needed anything, not a one. And what, what was that? And what? I rolled a one. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I couldn't have her movement, 
I didn't get the I didn't get the damage off on her. I was basically just trying to ignore her, but also have her movement so that way she can't get to me as fast. Yeah. And w- once that snowball started snowballing out of control, it was it was lights out for me. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I did all right against it. Like I mean, I killed a bunch of stuff, and he was the amount of firepower that I brought. I think surprised him because he wasn't. It was because I was. I mean, every game I was done after my shooting phase. Well, yeah, that's it. That's what your army <laughs> so, does. Yeah, that's what my army does. So it was plenty of time for them to sort out what they needed to do. It was basically okay, cool, hero phase, shooting phase for me, and I am finished. And they're like, huh? Well, all right then. <laughs> um, kind of so, yeah. nice though to be done with the whole fight by the second phase. Oh yeah, I basically. knew pretty early how how things were going. Yeah, um, and so yeah, it was it was a good it was a good game though. Like it was good, and we and we talked about it afterwards. We both felt like it was. It was a, I mean, a clear, decisive win for him, but it, a couple different dice rolls, some moderately different things. You could see that game going very differently. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Finally. It's you. It's me. I'm looking directly at you. So, yes, that's the visual cue that you can tell yeah. us about your game against uh, a guy we know. Yeah, so I played against Mike, who I believe was the top player like individually yeah. in the tournament, right? Yeah, yeah, you have my luck for tournaments. Woo! You end up against the guy that goes top three. Welcome in the to first game turn. one. Yeah. So he was running a Seraphon Thunder Lizard army that uh, included a Stegodon with Skink Chief as his general, Skink Priest, Slan Starmaster, Engine of the Gods. They had such cool abilities and names, by the way. Like these models were gorgeous. That was definitely my biggest takeaway from this. Anyway. Also, some Stegodons, Saurus Knights, Skinks, and a Realm Shaper engine. Real good time. Um, he was a very receptive player towards like playing with a new player and kind of helping show me the ropes and getting me out of my nervous first game phase. I don't really While soundly destroying you and everything you yes, bought on course, the table. Yes, of course. Absolutely. Totally deserved. Like, totally deserved. But he was polite about it. And, uh, you know, again... <laughs> That's all we can really ask for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Politely destroyed. I'd rather that. Um, I don't remember much about this first fight. I'm sorry, fam. Well, looking at his list, I can understand, because it probably just deleted everything off your table in the first turn or so. Uh, We went about three rounds. Oh, that's impressive. Yeah. You stuck around much longer than I think any of us were anticipating. Well, part of that is because she kept all her toys halfway off the table for the first round. That helps. So he couldn't kill everything. Yes. Because you didn't. Put it on the table yet. He also made sure to keep a lot of stuff in his back line, which, I mean, I like to drop in the back line whenever I do that. So it made round two a lot easier for all of my guys to die. That's <laughs> They weren't keep, where I wanted you just, them. You just got to keep them in front of you. It's like, yeah. oh, no. I don't want to <laughs> yeah. be in front. I want to be behind. Yes. It didn't Ooh. go my way. Yeah, so one of the one of the more experienced players versus mm-hmm. one of the newest players uh, with an army that's not really yours uh, and an army that is fine-tuned for mass murder. Oh, it was beautiful. So it was only going to go one way, basically. Yes. <laughs> Whoever, this is one of the ones where I was like, well, two of these lists we might do okay against, and two of them will just eat our lunch. So, uh, yeah. So were you, overall, were, wait, were you expecting me to do okay? Yeah. I oh, thought you well. do decent. You did okay. Mm. Yeah. You had the better shot out of anybody. That's true. This. I think it was you or me had the better shot to win just because I'm too many dudes, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and you had too many guns. But turns out that wasn't enough dudes or guns. It was not. So uh, next tournament, all dudes and guns. All dudes and guns. Just dudes with guns. As many guns as we can get. Are we just playing 40k now? I think so. I think that's just 40k. Yes. Yes. But just, only if we're arguing about the rules. Uh, we're going to buy a Tau army, and we're just going to put it in Age of Sigmar. That works for me. Let's do that. Uh, I think you could just run squats as KO. 
That's the same fucking thing. It really is the same thing. It's the same thing. I looked and I looked at the squat models and I'm like, those kind of look better than some of the KO models. I I like them. Like I would like to use some of these. So yeah, so that was our first round. And uh, did we win as a team? No. No. (laughs) Did we we have catapulted right down to the yes? Yes. Yeah, we catapulted right down to the bottom tables, or as I like to call them, the sweaty tables. Yeah. Because boy, they were. They were hot. Sweaty tables. They were hot tables. Oh, man. So we're going to hit a break, and we're going to go ahead and hit a commercial and come back and talk about the next couple of rounds. Starting your own podcast is easier than you think with Blueberry Podcasting, the official home of Atlanta Warhammer. Not only do they make uploading and hosting audio files a breeze, they also feature full WordPress integration, so you can easily share your podcast with the world. All Blueberry Podcasts are optimized for Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and about 100 other podcast services. They even have a free tech support and downloads, and with no contract, you can cancel any time. To get started today, visit Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. While you're there, use the code A-T-L-W-A-R to get one month of premium hosting totally free. Once again, that's promo code A-T-L-W-A-R at Blueberry.com. Get your voice heard today. And <laughs> oh, no. he's never gonna come in uh, from the break and be able to do this. He just every have... time he takes that big breath and it's like he's gonna do it and he never does. Just... He just immediately cracks under the pressure. To be fair, I did make a, a face at him directly you, when he was you trying did. to talk. He you knows did. how to get me to I know. break down. All right, I'm not looking at you. Uh, David, tell us about your next game. <laughs> away. Uh all right. So my next game was against uh Rav. Rav? Rav. Rav. Yeah. Rav. Apologies uh, if we're mangling your names, by the way. We're yeah, not I'm sorry. I'm words. Uneducated. Uh, this is the guy who I think finished in like the top three. Uh, I don't know what his list does. I'll be quite. <laughs> I'll be. Beats the chaos. I'll be completely honest with you. I've seen uh, our friend play the Dragon Ogre list a lot, and I still don't understand what it does, but uh, this is a different uh twist on it it's a uh dragon ogre shoggoth a great brave shaman a zangor shaman of beasts of chaos two units of three dragon ogres a unit of ungors 20 zangors uh six zangor aligned six zangor aligned and two cockatrice what yeah <laughs> i looked at it i was like i don't like I understand like how all this stuff works, but I don't understand how all of it works together. I still don't know how it works together. And I yeah. played it and lost to it, and so the Shoggoth didn't do anything because it got deleted by Kragnos because he let me charge into it. And I was like, "All right, well, uh, it's dead." Yeah, um, that's a little centaur versus a very large centaur. The dragon ogors didn't do anything. Uh, those Zangors, though, oh boy, those Zangors obliterated. All my dudes. The disc guys? No. Oh. The foot guys. Really? I don't I don't know what was going on that game, but I just kept getting obliterated. That unit has one of the most wild war scrolls. I, I assume they fix it in the new book, but it's one of those things where it's like two out of every five can be built with this. One of those three can be built with this. Four of five can be built with this, but only if one also brought this. Ooh, so it's old KO. It's like old <laughs> KO and old plague monks combined, where you're like, Gross. what am I doing with this unit? Yeah, so I mean it wasn't a bad game. I just I didn't know how everything was working together, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I guess you don't I'll, know what to hit. I guess I'll just kill your big model and then hope. 
Yeah, I mean, I like that plan. Usually, if you kill enough heroes, the list will turn off. Yeah, I mean, I killed. I think I killed all the heroes, but I, it it just kept killing me, and I was like, I don't, I don't want to deal with this. But also, I don't know how to deal with anything with my list. So, well, all right. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm looking at his list now, and it's like, all right. I guess if you had, if you took out the heroes, I'm not sure you would really slow it down that much. No. Um, because unless he's really depending on summoning and he's just shanking those Ungors for summoning points, he doesn't really need the other stuff to do good because Zangor and Lightened are good. Zangors are apparently pretty good. And uh, Dragon Ogres are not bad. Maybe not against you. They're not great. But like against most stuff, they're okay. Yeah. So like he just had a lot of really good stuff. And the Cockatrices are just free mortal wounds. Yeah. So that's just a thing you got to deal. And monsters. So little, little monstrous actions, which you don't care about that much. I guess that's true. You didn't really get stomped that much, did you? No, I, yeah. I didn't get stomped this entire tournament. Got yeah. roared at. That's about it. Yeah, it can happen. Did you get Titanic dueled any? A couple times. That's good. That, looks, that looks cool. Surprise! I can't be Titanic dueled. Yeah, usually, uh-huh. usually an army that brought a monster, it was dead very quickly. So I was like, I'm gonna charge into that. If you had gotten any of the Gargant lists, I think you would have had. I did a better. T- oh well, never mind. We're gonna we're gonna put a pin in that thought, uh, and not talk about it uh, until later. Maybe I mean, if you got a very specific Gargant list, you might have done okay. Yeah, I think. But we probably should have swapped. Yeah, well, that's the fun <laughs> of the team tournament. We we don't know. We just we try, and then whatever happens, that's happens. what happens. Yeah. So, uh, what was the final score there? It was uh, forty nine to nineteen. Well, good job on the forty nine. Right. Thanks. Right, son. Yes. You won on son. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Did you win, son? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, we've Have disappointed all of our mass, fathers. Massive if they disappointment. Ever came back from getting cigarettes and milk, they'd be disappointed in us. So, uh, Josh, how did you disappoint your dad? Well, I lost to Sons of Bahamut. Oh, okay. Uh, quite brutally. Uh, <laughs> yeah, was... this this looked. At, oh, and I guess we should say we played the team uh, Death and Destruction. Sorry, yes. sorry, guys. We forgot to tell your team name out there. Uh, yeah, I looked at this and I was like, maybe Josh is okay. Like you're fast. You got guns. Would have been fine if I could hit anything. Oh, that's true. This, this was a game where I whiffed all of my shots. <laughs> and when you're shooting phase of the army, that is a bad start. That's your one <laughs> chance. <laughs> so he was uh, running the uh, Sons of Bahamut um, Tribe Breaker Tribe. Or Tribe Breaker Tribe? Yeah, why not? Yeah, uh, it's the Breaker Tribe. Breaker Tribe. Uh, so he had a Gatebreaker Mega Gargant. Uh, a Gatebreaker Mega Gargant. A Gatebreaker Mega Gargant. And then two Man Crushers. Each in different Hooray. units. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was five models versus my four models with dudes inside. So, it was, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't a bad game. I think it would have been, a, again, it's a different game if, one, I don't get double turned. Uh, because then as soon as he got on top of me, it was like, well, this is going very poorly. Um, yeah. And it's just a lot of wounds. Like, it's a, those things are a lot of wounds. Because it's just, like, 35, 35 I think 40. Yeah, on the if, on the general guy, maybe. Uh, yep. Yeah, yep. That's that's a lot. It's a lot of damage. I killed two. I kill. I think I killed both the smaller dudes, and and have gotten one of the big guys down to about half before, uh, all of my boats had died horribly. Yeah, I just noticed also he's got one of them with a flaming weapon. Yeah. So that's probably great. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, well, you know what gargants need is more damage. It's more damage. Yeah. So when that flaming weapon got it, oh yeah, I mean. Basically, anything that I that touched me was I, I was deleted instantly, um, and I was able to kill his models, but he was killing me much faster, yeah. and I could not kill a Mega Gargant per turn, which was 
kind of what I was hoping. Like, I, was, I wanted to get both of the small guys out of there mm-hmm. and then try and work my way through the bigger dudes. Um, but also in a map where there's a lot of points to control and he counts for 80 billion. Yeah, he's fucking too many guys. Too many models. Like, every model's, you know. Yeah. I, I don't actually have enough models in my army to contest an objective that he sits on. You don't have enough <laughs> models in your army to contest one Mega Gargan. Correct. On an objective. Correct. So, yeah, that does become a problem. Not a great not a great fight. Uh, um, yeah. My hopes were that you would just be able to kill so much stuff that he would not be able to hold enough objectives, and you could just keep peeling them off. Yeah. And that was the idea. If I would have hit with my shots, might have gotten there. Didn't hit the shots. Rolled a lot of ones. Don't get the rerolls because he doesn't fly. Not yet. Wait for that new book. Where to fly Mega Gargans? Flying Mega Gargans. <laughs> That's the rumors. There's going to be a mini mega. It's going to have wings. It's going to have the Zeech wings on it. <clears throat> if we say that, does it become a rumor? It might be. Can we just say that. I think yeah. anything that we say becomes a rumor. I think it's. I think yeah, we've been right. I think we've I heard been... that when I was entrapped. Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah. right. When you were in the London Tower, James yeah. Workshop was just yeah, James, torturing you. Yeah, he he did say something about flying megas. Is is James Workshop torturing you? Like, like how how does James Workshop torture you? Like, do they do they have to like pour game citadel sand? Is it like waterboarding, but it's citadel water, so it has to. They made like me a little pot. They made me paint old bones miniatures. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, they just rolled out the Reaper box. Yeah. <laughs> wow! These, these come pre-bent wow. in the sun. That is <laughs> that is true torture. Oh yeah, and then they made him eat fine cast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just oh man, they were just making models out of the worst shit. Back in the day, <laughs> just the most toxic nonsense they could. I'd give this to kids; it's fine. Here, uh, paint this sandstone. Yeah. Hey, uh, what do they used to be made out of? Oh, lead. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Everybody just uh, having lead minis and going insane over time. Uh, yeah. Totally fine. So, so Zach, uh, you were just, next, right? Just, well, you gotta get, tell us that score. You gotta give do us I that. Have give to? us those numbers. Yeah, we're all listen. It's all laid bare here, sir. <laughs> uh, my final score: thirty to ten. Yeah. And I was not hmm. the thirty. <laughs> <laughs> But you're a ten in my book. Thanks, man. You're welcome. So Out my uh, my last my <laughs> round. <laughs> Rip. Uh, I went up against Mark uh, with his Idenf Deepkin, the first of two Idenf Deepkin lists I would play back to back, which were almost exactly the same. Um, I had very drastically different games. Uh, so this one, he has the Akelian King, uh, two Thrall Masters, which is the newer hero, a Soul Render, and Lotan. Which, by the way. Lotan's in every Idenif list now, so I'm happy. I'm okay with that. I felt bad hitting him with spells and diseases because I like the model. But you got to kill him. He, you got to die, bro. Hey, dude, he gives that plus one to wound in melee. He's a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Which actually in this game ended up not being as huge of a deal uh, because the damage wasn't what got me. It was the uh, shooting, and here we go. Uh, no, this wasn't. It was a shooting. It was the turtle. This is what the turtle is what got me on this one because there was three sets of 20 thralls, which is 60 dudes. I brought... 60 dudes so like i was okay on there but uh that one turtle with i guess the reverberating carapace which i don't know what that does but i think it just makes the turtle invincible somehow i don't know i looked at it and i was like i can't stop that turtle not with nurgle because your damage is so low and the turtle brackets at what eight wounds now yeah and he's got two up save yeah so like basically what i was doing was just giving him disease points right and then hoping for the rolls and sometimes your disease points spike and in this game they did not there was a lot of sixes on people and I would roll one or two disease points and he would ward one and it was like well that was it because the ships give you a ward on stuff I think or something I don't know but it was yeah holding within six inches yeah so it was kind of like well I can't quite kill this stuff uh it was a fun game it uh it was definitely one of the longer games I played and I I think if we had been able to go to five rounds it might have been a little different Mm -hmm. uh because Nurgle 
is such a slow army, but it is very good at continuing to keep coming. And by the time we had to call the game, which I think was at the top of turn four because uh, of the time limit, um, I had just summoned in a new set of plague flies to replace the old ones, which meant I was about to get a 21 shooting attack off on these packs of 20 dudes and start doing some damage to them. Uh, start, putting but, in the, start putting the boots to them. Yeah, basically. You know, and you mean, you know how Ineth works. So yeah. After turn three, they're not that great anymore. And the turn three was hard. It hit yeah. me hard, but it didn't hit me that hard. Mm-hmm. Like, I still was okay, and I was like, cool, now's when Nurgle comes back. Clock ran out. So... I would like. I, I think that I could do okay against Ideneth. I think Nurgle's actually pretty good against Ideneth because, like, the shooting thing you don't care about half the time. Uh, they shoot you. Good luck, everybody. Like the thralls, they want uh, a one wound model or a three wound model. So plague bearers at two, pretty good. Uh, and kudos to my opponent for specifically not blocking the spell that gave them an extra wound and then telling me why afterwards. And I was like, oh, okay. So I just powered up this entire unit and made you super duper good against it. And he was like, yeah, thanks. And I was like. Ah, I should not have done that, but I did not remember that the Thralls was at three. I thought it was four. Four. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why my brain said that. But it's because you're thinking of my Iron Jaws. You've I've, played both enough yeah. where you've gone, oh, it's, it's it's usually one or four. And it's like, no, 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 it's... Yeah. On, on Ideneth, it's one or three. Yep, that's what it was. It was Duff Up the Big Ones. Yeah. That's the rule that was that's, in my that head was, that, that was I was thinking was in of. Your head. Yeah, yep. you thinking of four. Oh, uh, yeah, so I, I kind of... I, I knew where your brain was at. Well, thank you. <laughs> I uh, I lost uh, I lost a lot of plague bears that I shouldn't have due to that, and it was like, well, okay, that was a whoopsie on me. Um, but at the end, like I said, at the end of the game, we had a pretty even game going. I mean, if you look at the score, uh, it was whoops, I just lost our place on here. It was twenty-seven to twenty-eight. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you were right on the cusp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I really think it was one of those games that the two, the next two rounds, it wasn't a surefire bet either way. Like it could have swung either way. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, there was a lot of goop on that table at that point. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, these disease rolls. Here we go. I, they didn't, but I really hoped no. that they would. That's the fun thing I learned about playing Nurgle this entire time was like, you will do your thing and then you will pray that those disease rolls happen because you don't do damage mm-hmm. at all, really. Like, I killed a couple things per turn. Maybe the Beast of Chaos or Beast of Nurgle are really good for killing stuff, surprisingly. Uh, and Rodigus is Rodigus. Like, when he gets in the combat, he's going to slap some stuff around, probably. But, like, overall, you kind of just are trying to go for sixes, rank up those disease points, let, let them just roll and die right before the Battleshock phase. Uh, and the one turn that a bunch of them did go off was the same turn where you cannot use heroic actions or inspiring presence or rally if you're not Nurgle. So it was nice because I was like, "Yeah, you don't have, you're gonna take some rough battle shock tests now." And it was like, "No, because this one item thing makes us immune to battle shock if you're within range of this guy." And it was like the turtle. Oh no, that was the whole turn. This could have turned around, and then you're immune to things because the turtle makes you brave. Yeah, it's a brave turtle, I guess. It's a brave turtle. Brave yeah, that rule, turtle has like a void drum thing. Rule almost makes sense with the lore a little bit. I don't know. Turtles are really good. Everybody Tur- should run a turtle. Turtles are great. I plan on running two. You should. You should run three. Be a madman. I I technically can because they do. They are battle line. Yeah, and not all are. Run three turtles. That's what I want to see. Make it happen. I gotta buy a third turtle. I gotta put my second turtle together yet. Now, which uh, which bandanas are you gonna go with? For the three oh, turtles. My God. Well, Raphael first. Okay. So, because that's the best. Turtle. Well, he's got. He's got Tude. That's yeah. He's yeah. the best Ninja Turtle. Oh, Don't well, fight we'll, me about. We'll this debate shit. on this. We'll debate on this. Wait, if only... you're going to go for at least three turtles, you might as well go for the fourth turtle. Well, then the list doesn't work. It's technically because you got to bring a hero. Yeah, it's too many. Too, too many, many points. points. It's sad. They knew. They knew this. Yeah, we couldn't do a Ninja Turtles list. Yeah. Uh, but no, it would definitely be Raphael, Michelangelo, and then probably Donatello. Leonardo sucks. Okay, I was like, yeah. As long as you got Donatello <laughs> in there. Don, Donnie and Mike, those are my boys. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, Leo, Leo's just the Cyclops of the Turtles. <laughs> if a kid ever likes Leonardo and they like Cyclops, that guy's a cop now. That's, that's, Correct. That's, that's where that career path yeah, goes. You know, you know why Raphael's the best turtle? Because he's Wolverine. He's the Wolverine, yeah. Michelangelo's the Iceman, I would guess. Yeah, probably the, the party guy. Yeah, My, Iceman. Michelangelo is my favorite. Yeah, and yeah. Donatello's Beast. Because he always had... That's it! <laughs> oh my god, they're just the classic X-Men. How long have people not known this about the Ninja Turtles? Splinter, Splinter, Splinter in a chair. Splinter's in a chair. Let's shave him. That's just what Professor. That's just what Patrick Stewart looks like right now. Bingo. <laughs> As if he shaved a rat. We did it, man. Oh, that was the weirdest part of the Doctor Strange movie was Professor X walking around, and I'm like, oh, how old is this guy? Stop making him do walking scenes, everyone. He just let Sir Patrick Stewart sit down and read some lines. Yeah. I love so uh, anyway, that was my that was my fight, and also a little bit of fun about the Ninja Turtles there that you know. And uh, last, uh, what happened to you over there? What was uh, you did some fighting against some uh, gloom spites? Yeah, yeah. So I was fighting Dan with his gloom spite gits, and um, it was a lot of fun. He taught me some pretty valuable lessons. Uh, but he was running a loon boss on Mangler Squigs, one eyed Grunick, Web Spinner Shaman, and Madcap Shaman. With uh, 40 shooters and 60 stabbers, and then some Boingrot Bounders and Loon Smasher Fanatics. Yeah, reinforced Boingrots, which is worse. <laughs> um, so many guys. <laughs> I learned a really valuable lesson in this game of not leaving my backline open, because all of a sudden I turned around and there are 60 shooters back there, Wait and it was scary. As a Stormcast player, uh-huh. you yes. left your backline open. Yeah. I got cocky, and uh, yeah, le- yeah. lesson learned. You burned yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You played yourself. So uh, that was a lot of fun. We got about three rounds in, really and truly, before both of us had to tap out because we were right by those windows. Yeah. And it was toast. Oh, this was the melting game. We should say, this round we were playing on the Rupert. low tables. Low tables. Which are the backbreakers. <laughs> and we, by low, we mean they are physically at your like waist level. Yeah. So you're playing leaning over... Uh, and we were by the windows, and the building AC at this point... Out. The AC was trying its damnedest. But at this point, I think the building had crested into about 80-degree territory. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and being in the windows, you were next to the heat source because the sun was beating on those windows. I was in a corner. Yeah, you. No, dude. I, I, <laughs> I saw your sweat, and my sweat started to try to ramp up to your sweat. <laughs> like, and we were just like, oh, God, why am I so moist immediately? It was very hot in that corner. But, yeah, it was a, it was a good time. Um, once we tapped out, we talked the rest of the way through it. Dan was also one of those players who decided that he would be very helpful towards a new player, which I really appreciated. There were a lot of community members who really helped me out a lot for this tournament, and he was one of those that I appreciated the most. So, Thanks, Dan. I think he listens. Yeah. So we're Thanks. calling you out for being a good dude. That's Thanks, right. Dan. Yeah. That's all we ask for. Yeah. Be a, be a good community member. Just, when you're getting max points off of us, just be polite about please. it, please. <laughs> like, as you're grinding our face in the dirt, don't also call us a bitch. Like, just, you know, we know. We know. Uh, yeah, so what was your final score? That was that? a 28 to 45. Which is pretty high. That You got the highest points out of all of us on that match. Nice. So... Yeah, because it certainly wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, no. But it only got worse. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, this, this, the next game for me was the high point because it was, spoiler alert, the tie that I got. Uh, but after this, I think things really did start to fall apart. So that was round three, um, or two. Sorry, that was round two, which is not round three. This is round three. Uh, we should mention that uh, we did have a, a fantastic lunch at Burger King. Uh, hey, and thank did. you, yes. Josh, for, for buying us a lunch. You're quite welcome. Uh, and it was nice. We got a little little break. When had hey, a Burger little... King, sponsor us. Hey, Burger King, sponsor <laughs> us, please. Uh, we got a little team bonding, and we all <laughs> licked our wounds and came back in after the first round like, all right, we got it. We Henry cavilled those guns and lost the next one. But round three, we also lost, but we lost in different ways, kind of. 
This uh, was yeah. a unique loss. Win. It was a unique loss. So we were playing um, for you. the Fungal Fan Club, which yes. uh, we also now own their URL. Yep, sorry guys. <laughs> we're in charge now. Um, and so with the Fungal Fan Club, uh, I was playing uh, Lawrence Rich, and then it was the Fire Slayers list. Uh, he had a Lofnir. So leaders were Orc Runefodder on the Magma Droth, uh, Orc Runesmiter, Orc Rune Smiter, and then an Orc Rune Sun on a Magma Droth, uh, another Orc Rune Sun on a Magma Droth, uh, some Hearthguard Berserkers, and some Volkite Berserkers, and then he had his invocations and terrain pieces and all that <laughs> fun stuff. Um, this was quick. This was incredibly quick. Uh, so yeah, so then he moved, uh, and then I moved and shot some stuff. Uh, and then I got to, and nothing died, and then I tried to shoot some more stuff, and then nothing died, and at that point, everything had pretty much gone to shit. Did you try shooting some stuff? I did, and none of it, none of it killed anything. Did anything die? No. Okay, so I can find a couple holes in this plot here. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you should have killed more stuff when you shot them. That, yeah. that is generally the idea or, of a shooting or, army. what if you didn't shoot them, and they died? That's, that's what I do. <laughs> I just show up and they die eventually. Okay, so the only the only way that really works for me is if I'm, fa- is if I'm facing Skaven. Yeah, that's true. Because Skaven usually just blows itself up when I face it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, a long time ago, before uh, Skaven had the new book, I played in a match with a guy, and he actually lost on points because he killed more of his models than I did. Yeah. Because like all of his stuff blew up on the first turn. The game lasted one turn. It was hilarious. Like I set up all my little liberators, got all my little guys in a row, was ready to do this thing. He overcharged all his cannons on the first turn. They all blew up, and his wheel fell over and died. And it so, was like, and then I hit his thing, and he rolled a six on a battle shock. So like twelve Skaven ran away. It so was sometimes that's just how it goes. It was a rough. It was a rough fight yeah. for him. I felt, I felt like this bad. one. This was a rough fight for me. Yeah, but you had fun. I did. I mean, Lawrence is a great player. I, 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 I enjoy playing against him. Yeah. Uh, I just you know, and he's nice about slaughtering me. He was nice about punching <laughs> your yeah. face in repeatedly. Yeah. <laughs> With a smile, he yeah. bludgeoned you. He bludgeoned me repeatedly, <laughs> but he did it with a smile, oh. and that was okay. That's nice. So, final score. Drum roll. 34? <sighs> Two? Yeah, you're correct. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, it, also? It was also. As well. As well, it was two. I oh, scored two yeah. points. It was definitely what? the worst performance. May I ask, what were the two points? Were they I completed objectives a, or a battle tactic? I completed a battle tactic. Oh, good. I was like, did you hold hands and run or something? Uh, no, because that would take out your shooting. Yeah. Well, that's not actually very easy for you, is it? The hold hands and run one is not great for me. Yeah. yeah. No, I think the one that I completed is the one where I have to have uh, my units in their territory, because that was easy. Oh, yeah. Just fly up and just Because I just, I just flew up and just landed there, and that was the only one that I got, and well, that hey, was it. Don't worry. In the next uh, uh, spoiler alert for our GHB 2022 Part 1, <laughs> the, the burgeoning semicolon it the saga begins review uh you won't be getting any easy battle tactics in the next edition unless you're daughters of king because the ones in their book are the old battle tactics like run three units kill a unit like that kind of stuff yeah yeah but the new battle tactics in the ghb not easy super hard they're done with that nonsense there's one that's like if a unit of yours was deleted last round delete a unit of theirs this round and that's your battle tactic and it's like wow that's straight up really hard to do for some armies uh, yeah, so those little the little ones we've been getting in all the books where we're like, these are bad. Why would you take these? Go start taking them now. I think you gotta you gotta start taking them now because like that's tuned towards your army, and these other ones are tough. They're almost like they want you to do your army ones first and then try to get these. Yeah, yeah challenge mode, which is gonna suck for all the armies that haven't gotten a book yet. Yeah, like uh, your armies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically, 
Yeah, well, tell, tell us about your uh, win against, uh, or your win. He played tell us about your game against old Davy Jones. <laughs> yeah, And yeah, he put uh, you in his locker. He, he should really, I don't know if your name's Davy Jones, anyway. Yeah, so I played Dave. Uh, he brought a Sons of Bahamut uh, Taker Tribe. He brought two Kraken Eaters and then just a bunch of Man Crushers. Yeah, it looks like three singles and one set of three. Yeah. This scary. was Monster Truck the fight. <laughs> this was Kaiju fight, yeah. yeah. Uh, and this was also around the time I had been up for about 40 hours. Uh, I was done. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to lay down. I almost laid down on the table, but Dave told me no. That would have been an interesting yeah. terrain piece. He spanked my hands and told me no. Uh, well, looking at the score, he also spanked your butt. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a bad game. I killed a Kraken Eater immediately because Kragnos charged into him. That's how that went. Yeah. But then Kragnos got tied up with a bunch of man crushers and... They do a lot of damage. They have a lot of attacks. They can do a lot. And uh, that's basically how it went. I went in, did damage, but he could out-slap my slap. Yeah. Essentially. Because, again, I had three dudes. I mean, he didn't have that many more total guys, because you think four, Yeah, but all his guys kind of work well together, and my guys are just like, I put my big toys on the table. (laughs) Yeah. What you're saying is there's not a lot of monster truck symmetry in your yes, uh, there's symmetry n- center. No, there's no symmetry. None of it works together. None of, none of it plays off each other. Yeah, I, I'm looking at his list, and like obviously Fleming Weapon, Arcane Tome, I guess that's how you do Gargants now. I don't know. It's not how I do it, but then I have a thing in my thing that lets me reroll all saves that are fails. So like I'm always going to take that artifact no matter what, because yeah. reroll all saves is nice. But um, I can imagine getting hit with one of these things, you know, they're going to do a lot of damage. Did he kick the objectives around any? No. Oh. It's kind of fun. I think I kicked an objective once. I just completely forgot that it was a thing. Yeah. And it's the first time I've ever put that Mega Gurgle on the table. I'm trying to remember this one, because this is one with the three points, right? In the middle? Yes. So we had to congest- yeah, and one would be uh, the prime. Yeah. Right, so they were all technically prime objectives, and so you actually couldn't kick any of them. Can you not can kick you? a prime objective? Not sure if you can. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know how. I don't know how that works. I play the other gargans. Yeah. I look forward to the uh, the new battle tome, uh, the new map in the GHB where it's quadrants. Oh yeah, and it's number of it's the quadrant is the objective. So I look forward to David's model kicking an entire quarter of a table somewhere else. <laughs> the funny what thing the fuck is, does that mean? <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever put that mega gargan on the table. Oh, again. you should. They're so much fun. They're, I mean, they're fun, but if I'm going to do it, I'd rather just run a Son of Bahamut list. I mean, I know a guy that we I know. I know. <laughs> glad to just let you use <laughs> his son. I know a guy. You I, just drop out three dudes, and you can add in your guy in my list. Yeah, I mean, I plan on it. Yeah, that's what I plan fun. on doing eventually. But I'm not going to, you know, throw them into because why would I take the Mega Gargan where I could just use Kragnos? Yeah, yeah. There's the point difference, but that Kragnos will. Do more for me than a Mega Gargan. Also, it's Kragnos. Who doesn't want to run Kragnos? And I can tell you, Kragnos in a uh, Suns list, giving everybody a 3d6 charge because they the little guys automatically run in charge if they're within 18 of a big guy. That's horrifying. Like, because I already, with my Gargan list, crossed the table in the first turn most yeah. of the time. Like, you're like, I crossed the table and now I'm inside your pocket. Like, I'm, I'm on the other table now at this point. So, I used you on my table. be pretty devastating. Yeah, I could use... you Couldn't you just charge over onto my table? It might have gone better. So what was the final score there uh, it on your was on your thirty-seven to nineteen? Yeah, so we had uh, two thirties versus two not thirties, but luckily, luckily, we had a ringer. We brought a ringer, <laughs> uh, and I'm not going to say who this person is. It wasn't the three of us, usual guys, correct? Uh, but they actually did really well, surprisingly well, considering 
and I'm only going to say this because Andrew beat me, uh, considering Andrew's a really good player, and this was not one of your later games in the system, and it's against an army that, if you don't know what this army does, and you're looking at it, you're like, this is a bunch of nonsense. It is a bunch of nonsense. Yeah. Uh, Andrew is great. His army has great names. Let's, let's, Andrew, this is for you, man. We're going to read the names that you have assigned your characters here. So, oh, you want me to do it? Oh, fine. You know what? I, Josh, you want to go back and forth on this? Sure, I'll do it. Okay, all right. Okay. So, uh, we'll go to the top. He's got a Gobsprack, which he's named I'm With. And he's got a War Chanter that's named Stupid. Ooh. No, y'all already fucked this up. You did. What? Gobsprack doesn't have a name because it's Gobsprack. Oh, that's right. Oh, War Chanter oh. is I'm with. I'm to be with. fair, this is how the list is shown on our phones, <laughs> so it's actually kind of hard to tell what this is. Because if you looked, Gobsprack has points next to his name. Why would he have another 115 oh, yeah, points? Maybe the I'm With yeah. enhancement costs 115 points. I don't know. Okay, so Gobsrack, and then there's a War Chanter named I'm With. We're going to fix this. And another one named I'm uh, Stupid. Okay. Go back. Uh, there's... Uh, an orc weird knob shaman named Daloon Liege. And then my favorite, which I identified this by the name he gave it, not the model, because I already knew, Nipple Rings Dance A Lot, which is definitely a war dog. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, there's a war dog prophet named Old Pink Eye. I think that's actually all of them. Oh, is it? Yeah, it it's is. All, yeah, that's all of them. Uh, well, anyway, that's, that's what he had for the heroes, but uh, what did he have for everybody else? He had some orc ard boys, some reinforced orc ard boys, more orc ard boys, orc gorg runters. And Savage Big Stabbers. Yeah, so for those of you at home, that's five Orc Ard Boys, 15 Orc Ard Boys, which is a double reinforced unit, uh, 10 Orc Ard Boys, three Gorgrunters, three Gorgrunters, both with the jagged Gore Hackers. That's just how you do it these days. And four Savage Big Stabbers, which I think I looked at those and I was like, shoot these. <laughs> yes, shoot these yes. First. These will be <laughs> you a problem. You walked by the table and told me day. exactly what to do with those. Uh, Every yeah. time I did, he got real sad. And then two more double sets of, well, two more packs of uh, Big Stabbers, which are two guys each. So essentially, uh, eight big stabbers, which is a lot of damage. It's I enjoy lot. that this is 14 drops. Yeah, there's no, you're not going first. <laughs> you're not even going this, second. I think that might have maxed for the tournament. I thought I had a lot of drops at like 10. Yeah. He had 14 on this thing. I was really surprised because remember in old tournaments in 2.0, it was like, how many drops are you? Two, three. Yep. If you, I, I took seven one time and people looked at me like a, like a dog had fallen out of my mouth. Yeah. Like they were yeah. like, seven? Are you kidding? But I mean, then, I don't think low drops is really a big deal anymore because now the battalions are like, why would I want to do one drop when I can do the thing that literally turns off something? Yeah, like I, I chose the one drop for my Nurgle thing only because I n- most of the time never wanted to go first. And I yeah. was like, the only way I can guarantee that is by taking this thing. But it was a decision because it was like, well, or I could just drop a whole bunch of shit and get an extra artifact, which luckily the art- Nurgle artifacts aren't great for what I was doing. So, But you're right. I don't think it's as important. But I wonder now, with the whole horde meta coming up, if it's going to be important again, maybe. Yeah. So, how did that game go? That game went really well. Um, we just went back and forth the entire time. I think the only thing I really remember is whiffing with Bastion two rounds in a row, majorly. Oh no, Sir, Sir Dick Punch didn't Dick Punch. <laughs> no, no, not dicks. at all. <laughs> he starts punching. It's just smooth like a Ken doll down there. It was very painful to roll ones both times. Yeah. Um, but then uh, we started running out of time, so we had to talk our way through the last couple of rounds, and uh, we tied. Wow. Time. Well, you didn't just tie. Uh, you tied the points on the game, and then you both tied on the amount of battle tactics. So it went down to grand strategy, yep. right? And yep. then he got his, and you didn't get yours? Correct. So that's how it came out, which is impressive to tie down to the third tiebreaker level like i i've never had that happen i've had like three ties and one of them was in this round ever in my life in this game so that's pretty cool what was the uh the final tie score there 
that was 1414. Yeah. Also, I like how uh, in the BCP app, it, it, the, the ties are a nice, like, cyan blue. Yeah. It's very refreshing. Just, it's just something to make sure that you see it. It's a lot better than that dark red I keep seeing next to our names yeah. on the app. <laughs> I don't understand that at all. Yeah, I don't understand that either. Yeah. So you had fun. Andrew's, uh, yeah, I know he's listening, and you were on his TikTok. Go check out his TikTok. It's linked in the show notes. Uh, go follow him. I'll put it in the show notes. I say that, and then I don't do it. It's, it's part of the I'll thing I'll make sure you do here. it. I'm not. So... <laughs> <laughs> So uh, yeah, but you go check him out on TikTok. Sorry, uh, Andrew. He's he's got. I say this with all love. He uh, I told him he has mad basement energy on his TikToks. Uh, I love watching him. So yeah, definitely go. And I think some of the tournaments actually up on there. Yeah, he's now. Uh, doing just about every round and covering each one. So it's been a good time to kind of recap it. Yeah. So we should have watched his recap of your game, and then you I don't just... think it's up yet. Oh okay. I was gonna say we could just stole that and done that, and then we could have accused him of. Yeah, it would have been great. Uh, Theft. Yeah. Grand larceny. That's what we do here. I mean, it's Correct. only been four hours, so I mean, I mean you know, you got to give the man time. That's true. That's she's true. already in on the jokes. She gets the jokes. She gets the jokes. Yeah. We've only made that joke a hundred times. I don't know if it's funny anymore. I don't know. We should we should come back to we it. We should probably retire it. Like four hours or so. But I'm in mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. Um, that's how well, we that's know, why. That's how we, <laughs> know <laughs> we know it's lame because someone else thinks it's funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're bizarre on this show it doesn't make any sense <laughs> so I guess that leaves it to me yeah it does uh, this was definitely my best game of the whole tournament uh-huh. hands down uh, so I was playing uh, local guy and Sh- uh, Shaw and he had uh, Ideneth Deepkin whoa this is he's not letting me load the list there it goes uh, this was my second Ideneth Deepkin list Morfan, hold the line. The, you, you're used to this kind of stuff. Uh, he had a little bit of a different lowdown on heroes. He had a Thrallmaster, a Soul Render, Lotan, and a Soul Render, um, which was kind of cool. And then get ready for it. Uh, reinforced Thralls, I think, because 390, yeah. Uh, a pack of Reavers, a pack of Thralls, and two more packs of Reavers. Yeah, so that's so, a double reinforced pack of Thralls on that first one. Oh, that's double. Okay, oh yeah, my goodness. That's yeah. 30 Thralls. That was, uh, that was, uh, it was quite a lot. And uh, it it hurt. It's a lot of bodies. It, it felt like it. Um, and then he also had a turtle because why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this game came down to a tie, and it was uh, spoiler alert. It came down to a tie, um, and it was the best game I got to play because uh, he's a first off a fantastic opponent. I never got to play him. I see him come up to the club a lot. Uh, he's one of the the I say newer. I think within like uh, last year. I'm just saying new because I'm old and I've been there forever. But um, I, I kind of wanted to play against him, and it was uh, really cool to play Ideneth and not... The first game was kind of playing Ideneth and also just getting deleted and not being able to do anything. And this time, my disease rolls worked, some of my spells went off correctly, like, things happened to let me play the game mm-hmm. uh, and give him a more challenging game on there. And it was, uh, it was... I want to say it's a back and forth, but what it really was was we met in the middle, and then I kept trying to push into his territory to try to get, you know, basically push him off of the objectives... But he was doing enough damage, but then I was doing enough resilience that it kind of just stymied up in the middle of the table there. Yeah, well, which, he's running that Morphan list, too, which is like, he's just bringing, like, every pack. That's of, what kept yeah, happening. Because it's, so with Morphan, you know, he has a soul render, so he's bringing back Thralls. Mm-hmm. Um, D3, unless. Unless you have uh, the Morphan, which is, it's D3 plus three. Plus three. So if you can't kill, you know, you've got to kill, like, four to like you've got to kill more than four otherwise they're coming back yeah and really you need to be killing like 10 or 14 15 a turn and otherwise you're not getting through any of that stuff and uh guess what nurgle's not great at not killing a bunch of stuff not really killing a bunch of stuff there was a couple points i think it was the second battle shock round where my disease rolls just got hot and goopy and i took out enough that it started 
counteracting his insane summoning. But I joked. I was like, oh, it's a death army. Because <laughs> yeah. it's just playing a death army. It's, it's like you your really heroes are. are just summoning dudes back onto the objective. They're all little guys, 25 mils. It's a death army that does a lot of damage. Uh, but it was really fun to play against because, yeah, I had that DPS spread to beat. But I have never cranked more ones on Battleshock rolls for myself. So my guys also kept coming back. Yeah. And then I had Life Swarm. And Rodigus was healing them as well. So, like, everybody was just not going anywhere. He eventually pushed on the right side. He killed enough stuff that he finally got me off one of the objectives and started being able to push to the side. And at that point, uh, I didn't really have anywhere to go with anything. And, like, I had come in for some big fights. Rodigus was doing work. But being taken off the objective to where I could only hold, like, the one, and then it went to the prime, and there was two turns where the one I couldn't get to was the prime objective. Mm. That kind of was like, oh, no, because I was winning in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, and then he caught up, and then that happened, which gave him a little bit of an edge, and then I kind of came back with battle tactics, which was surprising. So we did tie. I missed one battle tactic. Uh, there was one point, and oh, by the way, a special thank you to him, because there was a point where I needed to run two guys in his territory, and I do this thing where if the objective is, if these objectives are tokens, and it's the exact size of my Scrivener. So I just put him on top of the objective, even though he had like an, a, plenty of movement to get across there. And I didn't realize it until the next phase. And I was like, oh, man, he's technically halfway in your territory. And he was super cool and let me move it. Because uh, I was like, you don't absolutely don't have to let me do this. This was a dumb move. But uh, he was very nice and let me do that. And it was it was cool. So that's a... Uh, but I think I there was one battle tactic that I didn't get. I think it was... With Nurgle, sometimes you get to the ones like bring it down. And you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> I don't do damage. Well, I don't also, to do this. What are you going to bring down? The turtle. Yeah. Like, that was my... Or his commander. And I'm like... Where is he? <laughs> he's all the way over there. He's, well, he's packed in a... He's, but all of those heroes are parked in, like, giant packs of dudes. And he put them in the ship for the first turn, too, yeah. to help. Uh, which, there was a great point. Which gives I, you a five-up ward. It does. But uh, there was a funny time where he put him in the ship, and I was like, I hit them with the disease, and it gives everybody in a seven-inch range disease. And so... This is what only this is what gave me the advantage versus the other Idneth is I got his whole army diseased on like the first turn. So they were uh, they were constantly ramping up that. But uh I just didn't have enough stuff to take him down fast yeah. enough and ended up basically getting like I said, it was a good even game. It was a tie. Obviously it went to battle tactics, he got five, I got four, so he got the win. Uh but you know what? I am pretty happy to still see that tie score in there. And yeah. I had a really fun game. So uh thank you for the awesome game. And uh next time I'm bringing an army that might do an actual game so we can play a game <laughs> versus two guys standing and just healing each other and looking at each other, which is kind of what that felt like the whole time. Hilarious. Yeah, good times. So let's cut to a break, and then we'll get to uh, rounds four and five. That's a great idea. Are you still bringing gray plastic to the table game after game? Do you have a big tournament coming up, but your army is barely glued together? Don't worry. Llama Juice Painting is here to help. Free your minis from their drag gray existence and let Justin bring them to life. Whether you're looking for a single centerpiece to bring your collection together or more battle line options, Llama Juice Painting is your best source for finely painted commission work. Check out some of Justin's work on facebook.com slash llama juice painting and get your quote today. And welcome back to the Atlanta Warhammer Podcast, and we are now on the Sunday edition. We made it. We did. We made it to Sunday. <laughs> we saw everybody, everybody got to Sunday, and you saw a lot of tired faces, but I did appreciate that, they, uh, that it started a little bit later. Yes. That was I, nice. I really hate having to be anywhere in the first thing in the morning, and on a Saturday, it especially hurts. Yeah. yeah. yeah so but it was I, nice. That I like that. So we had two more rounds to do. And so we were on to round survive. four. <laughs> yeah. Two more rounds of surviving. Two, <laughs> two more rounds of surviving. But this time we were facing the Southern Slayers. And Courtney, 
you're actually at the top of the board on this one. Yeah, and we should Ooh. we should quickly specify this is where the pairings stopped being off of wins, I think, and started being off of well, you haven't played this team you yet. Played this team yet? Because the next two teams we played definitely had way more wins and points than we did, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and it it felt like it. We it was already, painful. We had already yeah. faced all the all the bottom teams. Yeah, We're like well, we can't face them again. <laughs> we we uh, we had been running, we had been running, and now the meta had chased us. <laughs> and this is the turn where it is. Oh crap! So if you lose enough, you actually circle back around to the top. I think yeah. so. Oh no, like Mario level. Good God! So run one side, and the turtle comes out of the other one. So, what were you facing? I finally got to witness some really, really spooky, spooky boys. So I was playing Mike with his Scarlet Doom Night Haunt army. Um, yeah, they were real spooky. I did not have fun. I mean, I had fun, but it was a terrifying kind of fun. So he had the like Night of Shrouds. Watching a horror movie. Yeah. yeah, but being like right in the middle You're of it, scared, doing math first thing in the morning, nope, not <laughs> a fun time. <laughs> so he had the Knight of Shrouds on Ethereal Steed. He had Spirit Torment, Lady Olander. Yeah, that's... yeah, we kind of just go with that, probably. Olander, cool. <laughs> I call her Lady O to avoid this. Ah, oh, smart, Lady smart, smart, smart. Yep, there we go. Uh, and another Spirit Torment. Then he had, let me see, he had some reinforced Blade Geist. Revenants. Mm-hmm. He had double reinforced chain rasps, reinforced chain rasps, and a black coach. Which I was surprised because I've heard from Night Hunt players that that's not very great anymore. It was neat. It was nice to see one. I like that model a lot. Honestly, his model was gorgeous because he didn't mount it like normal. So he had it actually descending from the sky on some other pieces of terrain yeah. and like the patina on it was just stunning. This was my favorite part of fighting this army. It was what? really well done. She's an artist. Oh, she right, knows, right. Like, art. She knows art stuff. She went like, to art school. He put a petunia on it? That's weird. Okay, anyway. There were flowers on it. It was oh, beautiful. There nice. were no flowers on it. Uh, there was a lot of blood on roses. it. Um, yeah, this, uh, they did not want to die. I mean, they were already dead. Well, yeah, they're, they're, dead, they're dead that. They're done. <laughs> but they didn't want to die again. And that really sucked for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and this was over fast. Over. <laughs> yeah, this was over very fast. I think we played two rounds. And yeah, uh, this was actually the second time I was on the same exact table as the previous night, and Bastion whiffed again. Um, it's that table. It's that table. Yeah, I will never play on table one ever again. Hey, if you stick with our team, the chances of that happening pretty low. On <laughs> hey. normally we're on the short tables. Yeah, normally uh, they're like you guys play outside and play each other. <laughs> so yeah, that um, I you know earlier we were talking about targeting the largest thing on the uh on the board and trying to make it go down. And I tried to focus on that coach, which was not what I should have been focusing on as a matter of fact. Yeah. It was the biggest thing on there. (laughs) So I was trying to do that yet. Nope. So that ended up at a whopping 25 to 15, uh, which wasn't, you know, as bad as it could have been, which I later found out. Huzzah. But that's it. (laughs) That's it for me. Uh, yeah. I'm looking at his list. I mean, I'm building night haunt right now and I'm building a Scarlet doom, um, somewhat kind of like mm-hmm. this more blood gas because they get a bonus for being in that subfaction so mm. why not bring all of them that's what i'm gonna do might as well uh and i'm not gonna bring a black coach because while i think it's cool it's expensive and it's a lot to paint and put together and i'm not an artist really so i don't want to make it look like crap so who oh, is beautiful man i want to go to one of the old black coaches which fits on like a charybdis base it's like this little tiny coach thing and put it on the giant base i just think that's funny because <laughs> the old models had to be so small to fit in the ranks and stuff. When you get one, technically they have to let you use it. Just put it on the right size base. Looks like nonsense. It's it's really good. The great unclean one's like the size of a normal demon. You just put him on that giant pie plate. Just walks around. It's a good time. Perfect. 
Yeah, but Night Hunt's hard. It's a hard fight. It's a hard fight for Stormcast, and I think they knew that. I mean, this this team, every one of their lists was designed specifically to make sure you didn't play the game and they won the game. Like this, these guys knew what they were doing, and they designed their list to kill. They came here from Birmingham to kill, and that's what they were gonna do. And they picked their match as well. And Stormcast v Night Hunt used to go Stormcast. I don't think it does Not anymore. anymore. I think it goes Night Hunt now pretty hard. So I don't. I don't know that you had a whole. A lot of chance to do much on that one. Nah, he did take the time to uh, teach me some new little mechanics that since I haven't been playing very long, I had not had the time to put into my brain space. Yeah. And uh, it really helped. So at least there was that. That's a learning time. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Josh, did you learn anything from your Tywin? I, I did. Hey. I This is the one where things worked. Yeah. <laughs> this is Spoilers the game. over, everyone. Josh was the winner of the whole <laughs> tournament. Thing. He won the whole thing. Uh, so I was playing Chance, um, and he was bringing a Soul Blight Gravelords list. I think I got paired up with this because they were like, "Well, surely the number of bodies mm-hmm. will will be fine against my shooting." Because that's what he and was me. telling yeah. me over here, who's played against you with my Death Armies my entire life, going, "Oh no, <laughs> he's gonna kill every single hero on the first turn." And that's how this is gonna happen. That's that's kind of that's kind of what happened. Yeah. So he had a, a Soul Blight Gravelords. He had a Manfred, uh, a Necromancer, a Radicar the Beast. And a vampire lord. Uh, then he had the Deadwalker zombies, um, the Death Rattle skeletons, and a Death Rattle skeletons. I think the zombies were reinforced. Yes, yeah, forty. Yep, yep. Uh, and then he had some uh, grave guard that were reinforced, oh. and another pack of grave guard that were reinforced. Yeah, that's where the pain comes from. That is that is true. That is where the pain comes from. Um, so, but here's how this works, and here's why this worked out really, really well for me. So he we went first. He moved, and then nothing could get to me because it's death. It's kind of slow. It is. And then I moved into position, and I shot Manfred and his vampire lord off the table. They were just gone. <laughs> Goodbye. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I remember those days because I did the I did the trick where because I had a, a particular artifact that allows me to or uh, not an artifact but an ability um, that allows me to turn off the ward save. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as I don't roll a one, didn't roll a one this time. Turned off the ward save on Manfred, and so it was just like this is just going through. Oh, no, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> so it's a death. I mean, imagine playing a death army without a ward save. Yeah, no, it's not. I mean, even even if that's, I think Manfred's ward save is actually better. But even if it's just a six, you're still hoping. Yeah, you get a couple of those. You just get a couple of those. Yeah. So Manfred was gone. Uh, the vampire lord was gone, and then it was me, kind of like moving around the table, shooting some stuff. Um, and we were kind of just playing footsies. Like, he, ha- he was like, I don't want to have to chase your boats. And after I killed two of his main heroes, he had to start chasing my boats with a bunch of battle line stuff. Mm-hmm. And when the battle, when his battle line got into combat, they did very, very well. He also borked every role that he was trying to do to bring skeletons back. Like oh, it was, no. it, and yeah. so the skeletons weren't com- like skeletons weren't coming back, so he wasn't getting like those half units coming in. Damn. And so I just was able to point out enough stuff where it was like, okay, I'm scoring points by keeping objectives that he's far away from. Um, and then I'm holding on to all my battle tactics. Um, and so, yeah, by the that end, it almost was, sounds like the way you're supposed to play this game. It was a hundred percent the way that I was supposed <laughs> to play this game. Uh, it was 25, 25 tie. I, I got my grand strategy. So we kind of counted it as sort of like a win for me, but it didn't really matter because all it was really being counted as far as these games go were total points scored. Yeah. Uh, type of stuff, but so yeah, it, like he was like, I was like, what? What's your? Because we were trying to figure it out. I was like, so wait, what's your grand strategy? He was like, I'm supposed to have a wizard alive. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like points to crater. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't have one of those right now." And I was like, "Oh yeah, because they're." I shot him off, but he was really, he was a good sport about it. We, we had, I thought we had a really great game, um, and he, yeah, we, we had a good laugh um, about just the ridiculousness of everything that had happened. And he was like, I was like, yeah, I mean, when this, I finally had one game where I rolled hot." And it really did the job. Yeah. And of course, it still only turned out to a tie, but that's fine. <laughs> hey, we count that as a victory here in the Atlanta Warhammer offices. It's a, it's a victory in my heart. <laughs> hey, playing a complete game is a victory for all of us, I think. Yeah. That's, that's what we look for. Well, cool. So yeah, Zach. I, I figured you would do okay against death because I know what it does. Uh-huh. I know how that works. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, just shoot the heroes. Josh knows this. Yep. I didn't realize he had prize sorcery, which probably, because the next guy, I think he had that also, the guy I played with Soulblight. <laughs> And it worked out really well in his favor because I just couldn't get to his wizards. Um, but for you, not a problem because you got a gun. I do. You can just shoot a dude in a cape. I did, and I did line up everything on first turn. It was like a firing squad because it was every single boat like nine inches away, and it was just like, all right, here's a firing squad of boats. And he's oh, like, no. oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could see how that worked. So good job. Total score was twenty five tied, but technically a win. It's confusing. Yeah. Um, I don't quite understand how the scoring worked because it's like some ties were wins and some ties weren't wins. Yeah. But it's just a tie know. on here. I'll say it's a tie. I, I'm okay with it. It's it's nice that it's a nice blue color again. It is. So I like that. I like that. It was It's very soothing. Uh, let's talk it's about... It's nice to not see the red. Yeah. Well, speaking of the red, um, <laughs> oh, no. I must oh. like an old Chevelle song. Saw a lot of red in this because I went up against Kyle, who was playing the Fire Slayers, um, and this was a fight. That I was technically standing at the table for. Ooh. Uh, because, oh. So here's what's in his list. Uh, he had a rune son, rune father, a rune master, and a battlesmith. Two sets of hearthguards, berserkers that were reinforced. One set that was, or that were double reinforced. One set that was normal reinforced. And a berserkers with blade sling shields, just kind of to faff about. Uh, he had the Infernoth, and he had the the pizza oven. Uh, oh, right, and Gotrick. Oh, right, I forgot. It's not a Fire Slayer list. It's a Gotrick list that it's includes Gotrick some list. Fire Slayers. Yeah, because if you include Kragnos or Gotrick or any of these big can-be-anybody things, that becomes the list, basically, is that model. And sure enough, Gotrick will kill everything constantly. Uh, even with super-duper neural saves, he's just peeling stuff off the table. Mm-hmm. I did get to do some cheeky moves where uh, he would hit a unit with something, and then I would pull them far enough away to where Gotrick couldn't get in to mm-hmm. the fight. Uh, and I specifically was like trying to block him out. But at the end of the day, I the first turn, um, <clears throat> I let him have it, which let him get on the objective, but I was big-braining because I was like, that's okay, because both of us have a four-inch move. So we're both just going to be taking our time. And he goes, oh, yeah, but this turn I had plus two at all my run and charge rolls, cranks a six, which I think makes it like a plus four. So I don't know. Basically, his whole army then had like a 10-inch move. And yeah. so they got all the way on the objectives, and I was like, oh, great. This is not going to go well. Uh, my entire army ran in. I, I got to say, in this this entire game, I had three spell casts a turn. I cast two spells, both of which got four-up saved by almost everybody mm. on the table. Oof. I have never seen more sixes rolled on a four-up in my life, and I was like, okay, so the whole magic phase is over. Everybody's standing next to me, so getting disease points, but the disease points are being bodyguarded. They're being saved, warded, and then or bodyguarded, and basically three times to save a disease point, so it's like one was getting through a turn. Yeah. I think by the second turn, I had killed three of his guys. I had diseased a lot of stuff, um, but it was not going well at all. And there was a point where I had, uh, I lost an objective by having a couple models about a quarter to a half inch off the objective because I could have piled them in more and I didn't think about it because I thought, ah, they're on the circle. But then during combat, I think they got kind of scooched off a little bit and then I didn't recognize that. So, you know, 
They didn't, didn't get those objectives. And once you kind of lose, like, an objective and another objective and a battle tactic all in one turn, you're kind of, like... But way behind the eight ball at that point. Yeah, that, that's basically yeah. just the game at this point. So I was uh, I was way behind, like you said. Uh, I didn't even, I wasn't even near the eight ball. I was playing. I was actually playing uh, shuffleboard on the deck uh. instead of pool. That's how badly I was doing in this game. You were throwing balls on a dartboard. Yeah. So like, there was another point where um, during the the end of the hero phase when the endless spells moved, I moved my uh, life swarm. And then my goal was I had monstrous takeover. He didn't have a monster. And I was going to get Rodigus on the point and start slapping people around. Because of Rodigus's base size, he would have been about a quarter inch over the side of the life swarm, which I had, I remembered in the hero phase, go, I'm just going to kind of jiggle it to the side to make some room there. When I actually physically measured the point, there was about a quarter inch where he would have had to land on the base. You can't land on it in a spell. Rodigus couldn't take his move. Therefore, I couldn't make the charge. Therefore, I could not do the entire thing. And at that point, it was kind of like... Well, this game, I've lost this game by two quarter inches, so... Yeah. Sometimes you play Warhammer to play, have a good time with friends, and sometimes you lose by two quarter inches, and you cohesion calls, and you go, yeah, good job, you know, that's the game. So, uh, the game ended up with a 22 to 10. I got, like, a couple battle tactics, but then they were all blocked out by the first turn, so... That was basically what I had. David, uh, how did your game go? Uh, so I played Josh. You played Slanesh. I did play Slanesh. Uh, Godseekers... Um, this person had Sigvald, Senessa, Contorted Epitome, two units of, uh, Bliss Barb Archers, a unit of Demonettes, Chromatic Hogs, Burning Head, and then their Fainous Lanesh. Uh, oh, and then some Bliss Barb Seekers, Bliss Barb Seekers, and Slick Blade Seekers, which are the Anteaters. Yeah, the weird sex lizards. So... This wasn't a bad game, honestly. Yeah, I looked over at one point and like a lot of his stuff was gone. Yeah, so I was I was doing the damage I needed to do. And I was able like his archers hurt and all that, but I was able to kind of get past it and get in. I was able to kill Sigvald. I killed Senessa. Uh I don't think I killed the Epitome. I think I think at the end of the game he only had like the Anteaters running around and like a big pack of summon in demonets. That were holding a point like that I was not even concerned about. Um, he destroyed the middle objective, and going into turn five, I really needed to take the first turn. That way, I could slingshot Kragnos into his anteaters, get a battle tactic, and get the point. Mm-hmm. And it may have been a tied game, but that but. didn't happen because he took the first turn and he kind of blocked me out and I just I couldn't do anything so I I lost. Yeah. And uh you know, it's the only game where someone made me uh get a widget out for a half inch on a charge and when he whipped it out, he kind of nudged his guy when he was putting it in and I was like, "Oh no, you you nudged that. Put that back." First off, phrasing just on that yeah. entire sentence, phrasing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just on that. And we had to call a TO over so I could scooch Kragnos over like a stump. And Tio's like, you lose like two inches of movement to go up and then back down. I'm like, that's fine. I don't I know. Still why. have 14 other inches of movement yeah, or whatever to use. Speak for yourself. And a lot of the gameplay, <laughs> they're very good players, but they're not the kind of players I, as a fun narrative player, enjoy playing. 
Yeah, I think this is a team that doesn't come for the beer and pretzels. They yes. come for the blood and murder. And uh, we come for the beer. We don't even have the pretzels. We just come for the beer. I didn't even drink beer this time. Well, and to normally be fair, I, normally I think I'm you were still drunk, drunk Saturday. So. <laughs> yeah, Saturday was a rough day. I would not have wanted you to be drinking Saturday. That would just sort of start it back up again. I was. It was a rough weekend for me. Well, you know, it's it's cool to see Slanesh, like, actually out there, considering it is theoretically the worst army in the game right now. Although I kind of still think Corn or Gits might be down there with it, honestly. But, like, uh, with the old GHP. The new GHP, I haven't had enough time to really look at it and see what it does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's cool to see Slanesh there. I remember the pairings for this when I looked at it. And uh, we should say, this is the list that beat McKenzie. So we were all like, uh-oh, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> yeah, you beat the guy that beats all of us by accident. Um, and it was... I knew it was going to be a lot of summoning, and basically I looked at it and I was like, well, let's see. We have three lists. We have my list, and and Courtney's would have done terrible against Slanesh. Just free depravity points all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, David's, maybe you could kill them fast enough. You had the best choice shot, possibly, but we didn't get to pick the pairings. So yeah. that's how it worked out. But uh, yeah, so that was, uh, what was the score on that one? It was 25-19, I think. I kind of clicked off of it. Close, 24-18. Yeah. You, you gave everybody a nice point. <laughs> you gave everybody I'm a friendly a, point, yeah. I'm a, I'm a nice guy like that. Yeah, so uh, Southern Slayers, definitely a competitive team. Uh, sorry for the fact that you had to deal with us. Although I guess that you're welcome for all the points you got off Congratulations of on the points. Congratulations on the points, because that's what we are here for. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, we actually kind of got a little bit of a maybe an award for it later on. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Little teaser there. Um, and then, and then, thank God, the last <laughs> round happened. And I should say, the whole time, um, we were really, really hoping to play one team. Mm-hmm. And we didn't. Uh, and we did not get that one team. And so what we got was the Misfires, who are some guys we've actually played before. Yes. Uh, so we knew them. So it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, it's brand new people or everything. But uh, Josh, you looks like you're the top one on this yeah, one. Yeah, I so am. So I played, uh, I played Jason, who I've actually played before. He pointed out to me uh, at the end of our yeah. game that I had forgotten that I that he'd, we'd played each other before. I think you grew more beard. Jason, did you grow or shave a beard? Because I think that's what threw me off to yeah, I'm like a dog. If you put a hat us. or a beard on, I don't know who <laughs> you are anymore. Beard. Less beard, no beard. Yeah, some amount of beard change there, Jason. You, you threw us all off, man. Yeah. Uh, but it was my it was the second uh, Fire Slayers list that I was playing uh, this go around. He was playing the Lofnir one. He had an Arc uh, Ruin Father on Magmadroth, an Arc Ruin Son on Magmadroth, an Orc Ruin Son on Magmadroth, an Orc Ruin Master, an Orc Ruin Son, Grimrath Berserker, a Grimrath Berserker, and then fifteen Hearthguard Berserkers. Yep. <laughs> and a Molten Inferno. And a Molten Inferno. Which I think everybody just brings. yeah. I think that's pretty much just standard bringing because it's very cheap and a very Good uh, in- invocation. It's quite good. Oh, I forgot to mention that uh, I also lost because the guy that I played in the last round with the Molten Infernoff put it on the objective and then measured out to where no 32-inch bases could fit anywhere around it and still technically be on the objective or near the scenery piece. And it was like essentially blocked off the entire point with the prayer, which was really good tactical use of that thing. So yeah, mm. it's it's solid. It's solid. We uh, this So this was hilarious because so Jason also plays uh, Carriage and Overlords. Uh, we hit each other with wet pool noodles all game. <laughs> like mm. it was, it was hilarious how bad each of our roles were. Every time we tried to do something, it failed. Uh, this time, when I tried to do my, I'm going to turn off a ward. Lined everybody up for it. Rolled the one, so I didn't get to do my one cool thing. Uh, <laughs> see, the problem is the dice in this game. It's true. That's really what it uh, is. And then we had a we had a, a nice session where we both got to bitch about the fact that that uh, ability is even a role. Like, it's ridiculous that we even... Because it's not like you get another chance to do it. It's a once-per-game thing, 
and you have to ma- you have to make a dice roll in order to do it. Yeah, you should look down your uh, on your uh, look on the, close your close your book mm-hmm. that you brought, and what's on the front there? Is it a snake lady? It's not. It's going to be a roll. Yeah, that's probably that's true. Yeah. Uh, so that was rough. Um, but yeah, we were just running around uh, hitting each other with pool noodles all game. We did have to call a TO over and got an ent- and had a very uh, important conversation about how the invocation no. About how I invocations work. Yeah, I told Kurt. I I heard the the fight starting, and I was like, I had the one of the other tos, uh, Kurt, who's an awesome dude, and he was sitting right there, and I was like, you might need to go over and help with that. Oh, because it, I well, can tell that's gonna get yeah. Crazy. Well, and it, it was one of those where we just were like, we don't know. Yeah, and so we were at, so we asked. It was like you know the question because it's about the fly high ability because we're not allowed to land within nine inches of an enemy model. Does an invocation count? Because an invocation is not considered, is not like labeled as an enemy model, You're right? And so there was this whole back and forth, because th- we were like, I, we just want to know what the answer is. Like we don't, we don't care which way it gets ruled. Doesn't matter either way. Yeah, because this game is it's a good be, thing to know. It's, actually. Yeah, it's a good thing to know because the game's over, uh, pretty much. But what is the ruling for it? And then of course all the tos got together and were like, I don't, how, how is this ruled? Well, what, does it count as a name and model? And Meanwhile, I'm on the other table going, it does not count as a model. <laughs> so, uh, so he was what, like, was that the ruling? Yeah, that was okay, that was good. ultimately the ruling that it's not that doesn't doesn't count as a model. Yeah, uh, and so the fly high ability is you're allowed to land within you know range of the invocation is what we wound up deciding. And we were both happy. I mean, we were both happy with that ruling. Yeah, because and we were just like, and he was like, I'm gonna remember that for next time because. <laughs> That's a good rule to know. It comes up a lot more than you would think because, like, you can't end a movement within three inches of a model, but you can walk right up to a prayer. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you think of it like that, then they can't count as a unit because they don't use any of the other unit rules. Right. But it is a weird question because endless spells have had a couple of changes since they came out. Right. To how they work. Well, and the KO book is old. Yeah. So it it is the it's that weird uh, juxtaposition between like 2.0 rules and 3.0 rules, and it's like, well, you it this is how 3.0 rules are written. Yeah, but 2.0 rules had special exceptions for different types of stuff and like exactly what counted, which made sense in 2.0, makes a little less sense in 3.0 now. Uh, but the final score of that was 29 to 16. Uh, that was the high point for our team, apparently. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All downhill from there. In this round, yes. Yeah. Uh, this was the uh, tired, hot brain. It's 85 degrees in this store, uh, and it's Sunday, and we've been doing this for... Too many hours. Nine... 15 hours at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So Courtney, how did yours go? Courtney, how did your how did your brain work? <laughs> oh. Yeah, Courtney. Yeah, this uh this next game was probably the most painful loss I've ever experienced in any competitive game of my life. And you know that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. It hurt. It hurt a little bit. Um but it was a good time. Uh it was an experience. That's a Slanesh quote. It, it was yeah, an experience. Sl- insert Slanesh joke here. Anyway, go ahead and... Uh. <laughs> oh, no. So I was playing Alec with his Cities of Sigmar army. Um, <laughs> the Cities of Sigmar army. <laughs> which I have my druthers on, but let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, his general was an anointed on a Frostheart Phoenix, and he also had a Rune Lord. After that, we have a 20 Iron Drakes, 20 Sisters of the Watch, and a whopping 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 Phoenix Guard. All his individual 10 packs there. Yep. Yep. Uh, 10 four, four ups is what that is. That's what that is. Nobody got hit ever. Um, also, it was one of those weird maps where the deployment is in the corners. Oh, yeah. This and was... I had really never encountered that yet. 
Yeah, the deployments are the cubes. This is the one where I almost couldn't get my entire army on the table. Yeah. yeah. I hate deployments like this. And new GHB, by the way, they avoid those a lot. And there's oh, not, good. As many, not nearly as many of these nonsense ones. Yeah, it, it kind of set me for a loop, and tired brain started leaking out of my ears, and I did not handle my deployment well at all. And um, we played through a round. Nothing good happened for me. And then he won the turn roll-off and went twice in a row. And at that point, it was a, there's nothing else you can do. Here's my score. Shake hands. And that's how we ended that game. Which at that point, by the way, if an opponent ever goes, there's nothing you can do, I'm like, watch me retreat this entire ass army for four <laughs> turns. Uh, I'm going to be a nightmare to get battle tactics I off I did of. notice that even though we didn't really technically talk through everything, he did go through and put in um, information in the app for each round, which I appreciated. Yeah. Well, I would have liked him to give you some score and that, possibly, while you're self-scoring. But uh, Oh, yes, yes, yes. That final score, a whopping 37 to 4. All right, so here you guys want to hear my my dumb rant on this list? Uh huh. Okay. All right. You hear how much Phoenix Guard is in there? Mm-hmm. You know where the Phoenician people live in the, in the cities of Sigmar called the Phoenician. There's a there's a city mm-hmm. that they live in. It's the only place they live in the entire canonical Warhammer universe, as far as I am concerned. It's not the Living City, which is Alariel's city. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just kind of feel like if you're gonna go super thematic, go super thematic with cities. That's the fun of cities. Is you don't fine tune the murder machine using a bunch of stuff the rules don't they're not supposed to interact like that you don't use living city to deliver dragons is what i'm saying which he didn't so props to him for not going the super easy route and bringing fulminators but like i think kind of think if you're gonna do fun thematic stuff do fun thematic stuff also you gave a dwarf an arcane tome so you have a dwarf casting spells that's a grudging sorry that's how dwarves feel like dwarfs with spells you put them in a bottle you don't cast them at all right correct right right yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah spells? i saw that I saw that list and I was like, this list is just a nightmare to deal with because it's impossible to kill everything in there no matter what. You have essentially, I don't know, two four-ups, probably a hundred wounds-ish of stuff you'd have to peel off. And that's before you get to the uh, Iron Drakes and Sisters, which are shooting and then melting away. So yeah, this is a very, tuned, like we said, this this is a very tuned list to murder you on the first two turns. Yeah, I need therapy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, uh, luckily the therapy will be that uh, this that, this list specifically doesn't usually show up in casual play uh, because nobody <laughs> would think this is a casual list at all. Uh, so casual lists, and, and you'll find in the community, tend to be a lot more kind of like what we brought, <laughs> where it's like, here's some neat toys. Maybe they work. Bring some variety. No, they didn't. <laughs> we go roll some dice and have some fun. I, just, I like this toy. It I'm looks just silly. Getting on my soapbox. I think if you play cities, it should look like a goddamn nightmare of nonsense. That's what it should just. You got a monster over there, and you got some guys on a horse, and that guy's got a mustache and a gun, and there's a monkey holding an explosive barrel. There's some sort of <laughs> celestial church roof with a gun that we have over here. Like, it's just everything should be nonsense. You should have to explain more to your opponent why these toys make sense. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's how I feel. That's how I play cities. But I, I also play cities the worst way, so don't take advice from me if you want to be competitive. But if you came to this podcast, you should not be taking our advice. Uh, maybe take David's advice on how to, uh, I guess, you and I can just talk about how to lose real bad. <laughs> so uh, this was the game I was like, I want to go home and drink water and lay in bed. That's, I haven't told you. I was like, get me home. This list, will, home. this list will do it for you. <laughs> it yeah, did. it will. I mean, it wasn't like a bad game. Like, I went in, did what I wanted to do, and then... I went home because he, he he shot bows at me and deleted my dudes. I, yeah. I was 15 judicators. Let me guess. Shooting twice. Hero phase and yeah. then shooting phase. Yeah. 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 That'll do it. That'll be gone soon. I don't, did yeah, kill it's a, gone right now. Anyways, it's a hollow, 
Hollow Knights, uh, Lord Relictor, Gardas, Soul, Steel Soul, Krondis, uh, 15 Judicators in one unit, 5 Liberators, 5 Liberators, and a Stormstrike Chariot. He also brought the Everblaze Comet. Weird. Yeah. Uh, Thunderbolt. Real surprised on that one, actually. Um, the Everblaze Comet didn't really do anything. That's because it's terrible now. Yeah. yeah, it's not It's not great, and it's still 100 points. I feel like you could put something else in there for Crondies. Put a Life Swarm in or something. Old Everblaze Comet. Amazing. That was the shit. Yeah. That thing was amazing. There's a reason it's not yeah. that good anymore. Yeah. New Everblaze Comet. Very sad. Yes. Yeah, I killed Crondis. I killed Gardas. And at that point, I was dead. Yeah. Which I was okay with because, I again, I just wanted to go home, drink water, and go to bed. I mean, those Judicators, that, that double shooting thing, there's a, re- I, there's a reason you can't do that anymore in the new edition is it's kind of oppressive. Uh, and to fire, you know, 15, so that's 30 shots twice a turn, uh, threes and threes, rend one, one damage, sixes or a mortal wound. Mm-hmm. That's just Lumineth, baby. Yeah. <laughs> just, except they do have to see you. Um, but the disadvantage is, is they can just uh, teleport and then shoot you. Yep. Yeah. 24-inch range on those, too. Yeah. I know that war scroll pretty well. Yep. Yeah, so uh, would you say that that was a good Stormcast list? Like, it yeah. seemed to do what it did pretty well. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a Stormcast list. My favorite part of your fight was when, I guess, you killed Krondis and he put him on my table for some reason. Not in the space between the tables. He put them on my table in my back yeah. line. So I just turned around and there was a dragon. And I was like, <laughs> what the hell is that doing over there? Until I looked back at my opponent, I was like, you guys are just a dragon showing up over here. And he was like, yeah, it's fine. All right, so we're on to... Uh, oh, I forgot to ask you, David, what your score was on uh, that. It, bad? it was... It was... <laughs> it was I closed out the app. I thought I was it done. Was, I'll tell everyone at home. Uh, you got a lucky seven, which is Nurgle's number, but yes. the 31 definitely beat you. Yes. <laughs> so uh, we had me. Uh, I got to play against uh, John. I think, I think I've played against him once. If not, I've seen him around. Uh, he's a nice guy, and I was glad to get to play him for the last game because it was like, oh, phew. It's not someone, I mean, he's a good player and he came to win, but it wasn't someone who was going to be oppressively coming to win. And it was like, and I know he listens to the show and I was like, cool, I can have a fun game. I don't care if I win or lose at this point, but I'm going to have a nice opponent to play against, which was nice. Nice way to round up the day. Uh, so he had, his list was called Pocket of Rocks, which I'm not quite sure. I don't, I don't quite get that reference, but maybe someone else can tell us at home if you know what this means. Um, you, and he had, no one does. Uh, he was Virkos um, from Gur, you know, Soul Blight, Grave Lords. Um, he had Manford, of course, uh, Radikar. He had Grandma Wolf, Belladama Volga, and a Necromancer, and Gorslav the Gorekeeper, Gravekeeper, I can't read, uh, which is the model from the uh, Cursed City. That oh, weird. It's really good because yeah. he acts as a mobile graveyard for zombies, um, which didn't really matter in this fight as much. But is usually pretty good. Uh, but he used to, you had to you bring all the Cursed City guys together, and it sucked, because eight of them are bad and one was good. And now you can bring them separately. And so I was like, that's cool. I really wanted to see how this guy works, because he's got a neat ability. Um, and then for his units, he had 10 Dire Wolves, uh, 20 Graveguard, 10 Graveguard, 40 Deadwalker Zombies, and 20 Deadwalker Zombies. That's a lot of zombies. It's too many zombies. So many zombies. Oh, but man, there's nothing better than just killing zombies, though. Like, if you just want to feel good about yourself, just killing zombies, man. They don't get saved. They get nothing. You just walk right over them. Um, And we should say, this was the battle plan where you have to designate three units as hunters. Ah, uh, yes. Or whatever that is. And it got, not hunters, and it got confusing because some of his units were in Hunters of the Heartland, and then some of them were whatever this thing was, which was like 
predators, I think. Yeah, they were prime predators or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so it kept getting confusing because we were like, oh, no. And then we started setting up, and then I said, I read the rules thing again, and we kind of had to like back up the setup a little bit because he didn't realize it was on the table at the start of the game. So the stuff he was hiding in the graveyard could not be ni- named a, uh, a predator. So we had to do like this whole, okay, now let's remember which ones are the predators <laughs> once we start the game. Uh, and I think I made Rodigus and my flies and a Beast of Nurgle, the Predators, mostly because I figured I could remember what two of those three ones were. Uh, I think you might have got that wrong then, because I think you're only supposed to do Battle Line. Oh, is it Battle Line? I think Maybe I didn't do Rodigus then. It didn't. It, it came it up matter. that it didn't matter because he killed yeah, all of them. In my game, we got into round two, and he looked at me and was like, oh yeah, we were supposed to do Predators. And I'm like... There's three dudes. They're, they're <laughs> predators. I don't know. Pick one. Yeah. We were like, all right. And then we completely ignored it. Yeah. I, I remember whatever I picked, it definitely included the flies and one beast of Nurgle because that's what he basically killed immediately. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, yeah, that'll that'll do it. Um, but it was, uh, it was a, a tough fight. It was one of those definite run up in the middle and stare at each other kind of fights. Um, mm-hmm. I pushed as fast as I could. And I was a little faster than him. So I got on some objectives. Radikar ran like all the way down to my side of the objective, which I don't think he meant to do this. Ended up denying me summoning points. Um, and oh, I should say one of the big reasons I lost the last game, I forgot to do my summoning points in my hero phase. And by the time I moved on to my movement phase, as per rules is written, as, as it was called, I had moved past the phase and was no longer able to gain those points because mm-hmm. I had moved a model. I'd moved one model already. Yep. So. Once you take your hand off the chess piece, if your opponent wants to play chess, you got to follow the rules of chess. Um, this time I did not forget, though. But he was ended up denying me one every turn by just being in my territory. Just being in the way. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but because by turn three I should have 18, which is enough to summon in three more flies, I was off. And mm-hmm. so that little bit of being off was like, oh, this sets me on a back foot. Secondly, the wheel, which, by the way, the wheel every game was just the worst one. It was always the one that was either... You're he- everybody heals, cool. First turn, no one was ever taking damage, so I would heal nothing. Mm-hmm. Or everybody, um, I forgot what the other one was. Oh, you roll a number of dice equal to the number of the battle round, and on a four-up, you get an extra summon point. Great on turn one. Yeah, that's not... not Here, let me go ahead and work miss real. this four-up. Yeah, so uh, it was it was a big run. Radicar was in my objective, uh, my bottom left objective, um, and had basically... Stay there the whole game. Got a lot of disease on him, and I, I could tell John was sweating a little bit because it was like Radigar's fine. Roll six dice. Oh, he just took four more mortal wounds. <laughs> Radigar's uh, less fine. <laughs> there was a couple. This was the only game where I've ever rolled seven four ups on a disease roll, and it was on the zombies, which we went back and forth on going, "How do you disease a zombie if it's already dead?" And uh, eh, Lord, whatever. But I got to kill seven zombies with disease points, which is like, yeah, feels good. <clears throat> that felt like how this game is, you know, kind of supposed to work and stuff like that. Um, but I, I couldn't, he got Manford on the center objective, um, and I couldn't quite get Manford off of the objective fast enough. I finally did hit him and I got a bunch of plague bearers on there. But by that point it was like every objective we controlled was I have 19 guys. He has 21 or I have 23. He mm-hmm. has 22. Like it was so close the entire game. Yeah, yeah. We went to the, uh, the top of turn three. Uh, he won the roll off, and I looked at the table. And at this point, there wasn't anything I could really do battle tactics wise. Like I just didn't have the models to do it. I was behind on the summoning points, um, and I didn't have a good spot to summon. Right. And I was quickly losing a lot of my flank to Graveguard because uh, they're just blenders. And I had I pulled the pile in trick smartly, and I managed to keep a lot of his stuff out of range. But the problem was, is 
I couldn't keep everything too far out, and like the unit that was blocking everybody with the pylons was slowly being whittled down. And so as soon as that unit left, everybody was able to just run in and kill the rest of my army. Mm. Uh, and even Rodigus died, which is a rarity wow. for my games, because Rodigus, you know, usually sticks around the whole time. So we ended up calling it at the top of round three because at that point we were both uh, leaning on the table, sweating literal buckets into our armies. The mat was soggy, it was curling, it was 85 degrees in the building, and we just wanted to stop playing the game. So we ended up talking it through, and uh, basically, like, I figured out there was one battle tactic I could get. Rodigus didn't actually die, but he would have died. Um, and I think I would have gotten, like, one more chance to do Monstrous Takeover. Probably would have gotten it, I think, because I think his only other monster was Manfred, who does not want to necessarily be in a fight with uh, Rodigus if he can't help it. Um, and I did kill a couple of his heroes by just disease points. I should say, that's the weirdest thing, is to kill a hero in the Battleshock phase mm -hmm. with disease points. It's a bizarre feeling, but every once in a while it would happen, and it was like, oh, that's... Kind of cool. Like, Make you feel good? Yeah, what a, what a weird way to do damage. I'm not quite wrapping my head around yet. I don't know if I'm going to keep taking Nurgle to tournaments because you got to have five turns. Mm. And in tournaments, you rarely get all five turns. So, like, we'll talk about this in a moment. Yeah, so basically, I don't know that I'm going to keep taking him to tournaments or like local tournaments with shorter hour times. Mm -hmm. But it was still fun to learn it. Um, but yeah, so that was the, uh, the final round for me. And I had a whopping 29 to 7, which is Nurgle's number. So I took a little joy. In that, it was the, the bit of grandfather's joy I was able to take away uh, once I picked all my teeth back up and put them back in my mouth from the five games that we played. Because, whew, they were rough. Yeah. Um, they were fun, but they were rough. I, I'd say this is probably the most soundly beaten we've ever been at a tournament. Yep. Uh, so much so that they gave us a, co a consolation prize that didn't exist until, <laughs> until they saw what, what a horrible slobber knocking we got the entire time, uh, which, was, which was fun. So We were good sports about it. We were good sports, uh, and we, we can know, say that because we got the prize for it. We got the good sports <laughs> prize. We got the. Uh, I think it's uh, now it should either be called instead of the wooden spoon. It should be called the Atlanta Warhammer Prize, or it should be called the punching bag prize because I think both apply to it's us. It's the Atlanta Warhammer Award for uh, people who don't do who don't read so well. <laughs> for people who don't read so good rules. <laughs> uh, yes, but of the, but of our team, of our team. So we know we're the last place team. Yeah, last and, place uh, team. We got. Let's see. It was three hundred and four points, and then it was four sixty for Fungal Fan Club. And congratulations to Monster Mash for taking it with a sweet five thirty five. Nice. Four point five wins. That's pretty pretty solid. Pretty good solid. job, friends of ours. Yeah, yeah, we know them. We we like to hang out with them. And be like, we know these guys. Yeah, we're, we're not as good as them, but we know them. We so. we occupy the top and the bottom tables. Yeah, you know what? That's what we do down here in Georgia. We occupy both your tops and your bottoms. We'll switch it up. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So talking about our actual team rankings, who took top spot in our team? <gasps> it's our ringer. Oh, okay, Co Courtney did it. Hey, hey that's was, me. That's me. Hi. Courtney was the top was the top player yes, for us. Yes, yeah. It was you. Um, you're welcome, boys. How many points did you have? Oh, I had some number Everybody, of everybody keeps closing their app uh, for those of you at home as soon I as they've read their thing. I done. <laughs> You're never done. Just keep pushing that boulder up the hill here. That's how this works. Um, you had 75 S points. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still hoping it okay. I no, no. scored the lowest number of points. Yes. And yet. And yet. Was not bottom. No. Oh, yeah, fist bump. You were mm. half you wins, were, uh, baby. Sixty-three points. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. I got a half win. It yeah. bumped me up over there. Well, guess what? I uh, I was bringing up number three, which is uh, also Thricefold, one of Rodigus's blessed numbers. Nice. Uh, and I had eighty-seven points for mine, which was actually the most points out of the whole team. So yeah, yeah you just didn't have a half. Win. I'm clearly the best worst player out of all of us somehow by whatever metric that was. I got the I got a lot of easy battle tactics in that army. 
hold an objective. Fucking try me. I got 60 <laughs> dudes on it. Go ahead. David? And David? Uh, I got 79 points, and I finished at the literal bottom. But yet, the second most points. Man, you showed up. Yeah. It's almost like the points don't matter and everything's made up in this game. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Look, we had fun. That's the we had fun, yeah. That's, that's the really and we matters. got a, we got an award for best team theme, but then they scratched out where it said theme really fast uh, and just said <laughs> best best guys. Just best, best, best sports. Best, best guys, yeah. I think we cracked up more people with our games, uh, yeah. both by the fact that we lost so poorly and we also were, you know, trying to be jovial and have a good time because that's who we are. So, yeah, we got a little bag of stuff. We got a picture. It's probably on the website if you're looking at it. There's some pictures up there. I didn't get to take a lot of pictures. Because normally You're my games, games, yeah, normally my games when I, I bring gargants and they're yeah. over in two turns, and then I get to go take pictures. And this time I actually had to play the whole game every time. So, so, so there's two things. Two things. This is our final thoughts. These are final thoughts, and I don't want to call them criticism. They're just, I, they're just thoughts that I have. Room I, for improvement. Yeah, I prefer the team tournament that uh, everybody's in a grand alliance. The splits of the... Like, oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yes. Where you have to pick an army from a grand alliance type. That's kind of. Kinda, that's I like the, that. I liked the. I liked that so a little bit more in previous in previous goes around. I thought this was a very w- well run tournament. I thought TOs did a great job. Uh, thank you to all of the people that were running the event because it's always a you know it's nice to be thanked for your work. I want to do a special call out to Kurt who continued to walk by and tell me absolute nonsense times left. Like uh-huh. at some point he was like, "You have four hours left. You have two and a half hours left." At one point, he walked by and said, you have the average of three dog lives left. Uh, at one point, he said, you've actually gone back in time. You have 17 years. Like, every time he walked by, it was a new nonsense time left. And this is all because I asked him one time um, how much time, was how much time I had left. That's so perfect. he kept doing it, and it kept me cracking up the whole time. That's amazing. So uh, thank you, Kurt. You beautiful bastard. Yeah. And, the, <laughs> and then the only other thing is I would really, I, I just want to see three and a half hours on a game time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Standard. I, yeah, standard three and a half hours for game time. I understand the logistics challenge of that, but it, nobody finishes games in two hours and 45 minutes. No, because the scenery setup and deployment time takes 30 minutes. Yep. And yeah. especially if, and you can cut down on this time if you're at a tournament where the scenery is set up already. Yep. And we've done a couple like that, where the scenery is where it is, and it's already pre-assigned whatever kind of terrain it is, and there's a little tab on there. And then that's where it is. So you show up and you immediately start deploying. Yeah. But having to build the scenery and then deploy in some weird ass Tetris piece takes a while. Yeah. Like so it's just it's it got to be it out of the game. Yeah. It yeah. Just it's got to be longer, especially for armies that it. The, and the reason that I say this is because it is like for me this tournament it did not matter. I played a very fast army. I was all of my turns like I would do a turn and it would be fifteen minutes because all I had was a hero phase and a shooting phase and then I was done. Um, but I did that on purpose because I knew I have played other games before and it's been like, okay, cool. It's we're at the bottom of two and we're out of time. And it's like, that's you can't bring slower moving armies or tougher armies with a lot of like synergies and things like that, because you (laughs) just can't get through a whole game. And a lot of times those armies, you have to get to round five for you to win. Yes. Let me tell you about my Nurgle, Death, and Stormcast armies, all of which are about winning on turns four, four and, and five, five, basically. Yeah. yeah. And you, if you don't get them, you you don't get them. So yeah, that's and, the thing. And well, and especially as we're moving into you know this the new the new book, yes. like the new season, and there's going to be a lot more armies. They're going to have a lot more models on the table. We're gonna have they're gonna have to move to bigger stuff, like yeah. to to longer game formats because. 
people are just going to have more things that they got to move around. And there's not going to be like these hyper elite lists that we've been seeing. It's going to be a lot more just infantry units. Yeah. So. No, you're totally right. I think a standardized three and a half hours makes sense um, because also the clock was getting started for the pairings was part of the game clock. So it was kind of like you had, and I know they added on time for the pairings, but then you had to wait for your opponent's team to be ready. You had to talk about the pairing system. Mm -hmm. You had to set up, you had to pick the tables, you had to move all your stuff to the tables. Then you had to set up the game. Then you had to put all the scenery down. Then you had to pick sides. And then eventually I heard a game of Warhammer might happen. But at this point, it's been it's like an hour into your time. Yeah. So yeah. you're really getting two hours to play a three-and-a-half-hour game. Yeah. So it's no wonder none of us were... Besides the, the guys that just you know beat us in the first turn and ab obliterated us, which you know I guess maybe there's something to that, because not only is it very good at winning the game, you also get to play the whole game. Right. Um, but that's just... It reminds me of the old Magic days where it was like Hatred Fireball combo oh yeah first turn raging goblin hatred combo where it's like if you don't win by turn three why are you even playing this game mm -hmm. in magic so that's like that's pretty much the equivalent now if you don't win by turn two in the current meta which is to say the one that is going away with the ghb changing over why play the game in a tournament right you just if you're on the top tables which we weren't supposed to be <laughs> but then we ended up being on those and then they uh, beat us up for it so we came to the wrong neighborhood. <laughs> we were like imposters. Yeah, yeah we showed up and they, were, they recognized us immediately. Yeah, they were like, we, we were like, how do you do, guys? fellow good players? And then they just beat us with a skateboard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think, I think in terms of the way the tournament was run, my only, my only critique, and I already voiced this a whole bunch, was to say that it's one team, one faction per book specifically means that you cannot have cool thematic armies because guess what? There's four of us. Do you guys know what book? has four armies in it mm. that we all love. Well, the three of us love that one of us could have learned. It's, it's orcs. It's orcs. We could have had a whole team of orcs. And we own enough models between the three of us to field four 2,000 points of orcs. And then some. Hell, we could have highlighted in a Gargant and two of them, and that's 500 points we already could, taken We could have had an Iron Jaws, a Bone Splitters, uh, whatever the heck you're naked. <laughs> rule, rule boys. Rule boys. They wear clothes. Uh, and mine are the naked ones. And a, and a, and a big wall. Yeah. We could have had all four. And that would have been fantastic. What a great theme army. Or four cities of Sigmar. That could be really cool. You neat. know, But I understand why they did it because they didn't want you to bring four cities of Sigmar that consist of uh, four cities that also have fulminators in them. Like They didn't want anybody to do that. Yeah. But not letting everybody bring four orcs, I thought, eh, missed out on a chance. Maybe it's a team theme that only we can do. We're the only idiots who own every orc <laughs> army and then some because now I have almost 2k worth of Iron Jaws. You do. Uh, and I have a little bit of Cruel Boys. <laughs> I'm sitting on still from that uh, box set that I don't know what to do with. I extra Cruel Boys. I'm going to be yeah. restarting my Iron Jaws army. You should. It looks fun. New meta. Hey, man. Those, uh, those brutes swinging through. I know bases. Well, that's why I got. Whew, that's why that's I'm, spicy. That's why I think I got to restart it though, because man, those were that's my first love, and all those. Mo I look at them and I go, I don't want to bring those out because they look real bad. Uh, a little bit of dry brushing on them. Some, I think I think you can fix them up. Rough paint jobs. I think you can fix them up pretty easily. You'd be surprised what a little color pop can do to make an old model look better. I uh, her Lord Relictor she used is one of the first Stormcast models I ever painted. That wasn't great, but I went in and added in a lot of little gold lining to it. Took about ten minutes, and it looks much, much newer better. and better now. And it draws your eyes to the parts that look good. Versus the parts where I was painting the first model I painted in like ten years. So before yeah. I learned how to thin paints. Yeah, this is before I learned how to uh, dry brush correctly. And, and by so thin my dry paints, brushes I mean, were just like both directions. Which by thin paints, work. I just mean move to contrast. Yeah, just move contrast. Yes. Which those come out uh, in four hours. So that they do. We, we got to get some. Can't of those. wait. Yeah, I'm pretty excited to not be able to buy any of the greens because they're all going to get snapped up immediately. But you got that sweet yellow. That yellow does look good. I want that yellow. I'm going to buy that white. 
that doesn't do anything. I just want to know what's in it. <laughs> what's actually in this jar? It's just empty. There's just a little tiny grot flipping you off when you buy it. And you're like, oh, yeah, they did get me <laughs> with that one. Yeah. They, got, they got me. Yeah. Courtney, what were your thoughts? Yeah. You, this come, is your first tournament. This, this is like your first like week and a half of playing the damn game. <laughs> well, like especially to go from playing casually to this, which had some real competitive people in it. And yeah. a lot of casual players, but... I am very grateful that I was prepared so diligently as far as speed and timing was concerned. Um, I may not have known every single rule that there is to know, but I knew enough to be able to keep up and, you know, have a good time. The community is probably what impacted me the most. There were so many amazing people at this tournament who, whether I was playing them or they just came by to watch what was going on and spoke with me afterwards... That was really heartwarming. I haven't seen that in a gaming community in a really long time. So I was really grateful to be brought in on this particular tournament. So I had a, I had a blast. I can't wait to build my own army. I can't wait to get into some narrative play. It was really a good time. There are definitely some moments that I wish that the tournament had been run better, but you've already hit on those points. Um, so yeah, thanks for getting me in on it, guys. Sorry for pulling a whole uh, J.K. Simmons whiplash and just like yelling at you like faster, faster, faster. <laughs> uh, I ever saw Whiplash? It's a really good movie. I, uh... you should watch it. It'll make you afraid of him. Yeah, like, he's scary in that movie. But yeah, the, the real, the real, the real drawback of this, of course, is that Courtney is starring a daughter of Kane Army. Yeah, I got. So this isn't really a podcast. This is this an is intervention. an intervention. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, oh. Listen, oh, it took listen. a long time to get here. Damn. Listen about those daughters, and we can't say starting. She already has models. Like this is this is already a foregone. Conclusion. We can get rid of them. <laughs> When's your sister going to come play? It's happening soon. She's got Sylvaneth. She has Sylvaneth now. She has even more Sylvaneth. She does. Yeah. I put it on her desk. Yeah. She's been way this week. Oh, so uh, yeah, and now she's now she. I think she just got home, and now she's gonna see all these spru- like sprues on her desk. Nice. Like, why the hell are these here? Too much plastic toys. Too many trees. It's crack, man. man. It is. It's crack. We're all addicted to it at this point. Welcome to uh, whatever this is. So here for it. When yeah. you buy four hundred dollars worth of models on a whim, and now it's just sitting in a box. Yeah, wait till wait till your uh, pile of shame is like I don't know, maybe half your car loan. Then then you've. Then you, you've crossed you over. You know that you know that turtle that I bought at the last tournament at the end of the last tournament? Yeah. I haven't put it together yet. It's still sitting there. Oh no. You know that start collecting iron jaws? I have put together five hard boys. You should put together more uh, more of those guys. I, it takes forever. The brutes look like they're complex. And I did I kinda wanted to wait to see what the new GHB did, because brutes have fourteen weapon options, and I was like, I kinda wanna see what the thing is gonna look like. Cause I feel like I could actually make Iron Jaws somewhat competitive. They have four weapon options. Hold on. That's most of the time I have a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> like my option is do I bring a guy that adds plus one to hit or not? Yeah, like that's enough. it. So like this many options for loading out a kit. I was like, oh, this is confusing. Hey, speaking of new HGHP, the uh, the four armed uh, Ossiarch guys, you know, the general Grievous. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're battle line. Yeah, they are. Yes, yeah, so I, 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 I was, have to go get a bunch of those. I, I saw that and immediately thought, oh, that's exactly what Zach's going to run. That's exactly what I want to be right now. now. Yeah. Just all those guys. It's just what are they, what the heck are they called? Uh, Necropolis Stalkers. There we go. Yes. I will say my biggest regret... General Grievous. My biggest regret of this tournament was waking up at 3 o'clock Friday morning to go to work, then coming home, and then going to a party, and then not going... And then not getting home from that party till 4.30 in the morning, the day of the tournament. Which started at... Yes. Yes. Decisions were made. They were not good ones. Decisions were made. Yeah, see, you're supposed to have the beer and pretzels at the tournament. The decisions were made after I was very drunk 
And I, I kept telling everybody, I was like, ah, it's fine. I'll be okay. And they listened to me. <laughs> <laughs> what a terror. <laughs> You're a charming drunk. They fell for it. I learned, if anything, don't trust David. <laughs> that's, that's, the real, that's the real takeaway don't from trust this podcast. Drunk David. <laughs> drunk David does not know how to play his toys. And he will not <laughs> be responsible with yeah, toy playing. That was miserable Saturday. Well, it probably didn't help that you were sweating all the alcohol out because <laughs> yeah. the building turned into a sauna by like eleven. Like even o'clock. John noticed how miserable I was. He's like, "Dude, are you okay? Like you're not you're not as talkative as you normally are." I mean, like, you were Ric Flair in that. And I'm like, I am dying. Yeah, just sweating out all the vodka, sweating out all the oldies, and the oldies were all the drinks he had the night before. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, I had fun, but I played like a bunch of tournaments, so I kind of knew I was going to get my ass kicked all over the place. Like yeah. I, I realize when I go to these, I'm like, I'm hoping for a win. Uh, I don't expect a win. Like if I get one, I'm okay. Uh, I, yeah. you know, I got a tie. But my tie was a really fun game that I genuinely consider a win because it was so much fun. It's a win actually. in your heart. Yeah, it was, it was fun to play. And uh, we got a we got a little rematch going on, uh, which will have happened once this is over. But we uh, we grudged the one team we didn't get to play, which is the top team. Uh, which is the top team. So we're gonna get uh, our asses kicked by uh-huh, uh-huh. one, one of the top yes. teams. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And uh, it doesn't matter because they're way better than us, uh, and we're gonna get our ass kicked. But it's gonna be by people that we know and love, and we know they're gonna kick our ass. And uh, I think you said uh, you were calling out Eric. I yeah, I was calling out Eric. Rematch on that. Rematch. Yeah. 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 Good. All right. So you heard it here, Eric. Well, after the match has happened, because I'm not gonna edit this by tomorrow, which the game's in four hours. So uh, we should probably go ahead and wrap up this podcast. And- and uh, get out of here. So thanks to uh, Gigabytes and everyone for hosting the tournament. And uh, and thanks to you, Courtney, for showing up and being our uh, our fourth wheel, which makes the car work because the car was broken beforehand. Yeah. I'm not sure it technically worked now. We were one of those now. weird three-wheeled bicycles, motorcycle yeah. things. It's a tricycle, I think, is the name for that, actually. That's dumb. That's <laughs> <laughs> It's not a tricycle, it's a three-wheel bicycle. <laughs> just made a toddler cry. <laughs> What's that? Tricycle? You're dumb. It's a three-wheel bicycle. Oh, man. So here's a fun part. Uh, C comes before D. It's true. But the C doesn't know what to do. So we should probably throw it to the D, hit the D and the J, then throw it to the C, and then end it with the Z as so usual. So you want a little D, huh? I'm saying we got to go with the D first, baby. So for the Atlanta Warhammer team. I'm David. I'm Josh. I'm Courtney. And I'm Zach saying, holy shit, we got that right. Ha, 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 ha.